Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. We've entered the early stages of an industrial age that has begun taming the wilderness across the world. And while progress brings solutions, it also brings new and more complex problems, and tends to pick at old wounds left unhealed. The first trains have begun to run in the north along with airships, but the long-ignored issues of stolen land, pollution, and deforestation have begun to fester, to name only a few. But our focus and our second story is on one small group of new allies and their own struggles and battles against a changing, dangerous world. Our particular window in time falls 500 years after the Calamity and the Great Shattering of Harris. With any luck, this story will resonate across time like the last. Christmas Fortune Mayor, a dodgy charlatan formerly of the Jade Street Crows Gang, but he doesn't remember that part of his life. With a five-year memory gap and having only recently rediscovered friends he'd forgotten, Christmas is suddenly on a dangerous path left by his former self. Thankfully, he's a master of charm, theatrics, and disguise, and when those don't work, he has found family that, whether he remembers them or not, will fight to the last beside him. Magda Renly, a professional mercenary and member of the revered title clan of Monster Hunters. With a wasting curse weighing on her shoulders that can't be dismissed by normal means, Magda has been left to search for an unconventional cure. Now, she's found herself with a group of allies she didn't ask for, and friends whose love she doesn't understand. Years of dealing with regret, ill health, and distrust have left her slow to ask for help. Noah Barago, a cheery alchemist from Reese's Ridge and son of a well-known engineer and apothecarist. Noah's upbringing was colorful, to say the least, leading to his expertise in potions and mechanical contraptions. He's out in the world to find new ideas and support the family business. But now, he's stumbled into a pile of issues that most rich kids from the suburbs just don't deal with. But in his own words, usually with a gun and a grin leveled at the current problem, don't you worry there, guy, everything's gonna be hunky-dory. Thustrak Wildborn, a wandering warrior from the Nathar clan and student of the runic battle traditions of the giant kin. Raised by folk who believed in the survival of the fittest, but refused to adapt to the modern world, Thustrak left the clan to seek outside knowledge to hopefully bring home one day. He is set on helping his people survive, even if they are stuck in their old ways and don't realize how badly they need his insight. We're live. Yay! Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome we'll to the Lauren Adventuring Company. I'm your Dungeon Master, Taylor Wallace, and joining me, I have Astrid Knight. Hey, party people. I got Blake Wolf. I'm in trouble. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Who am I? What are we? I got Zach Gale. Death approaches. And I have, unlike last week, Zach Coop. I'm here this time. Yes. I did watch that back where I was just like, and I've got Zach Gale, and that's it. 
Um, <laughs> it was great. Because Ben bust out laughing, and I was like, yeah, I made a joke. Um, I am COVID's a hell of a drug. Joke. Uh, so. Yes, it is. Uh, We're not going to start making Yoda references, because I will top all of you. You probably will. I and I will. I will leave me, because I, I, I have been driven to hate Yoda at this point. Um, all right. All right. All right. Uh, so last time I didn't rewatch the episode last week because I've been hibernating, but I do remember some of what happened. Uh, the major notes being that you guys left the New Year's Eve party. <laughs> Uh, and you all managed to meet up again uh, at the Veneer estate at the guest house. Uh, yes, that is correct. <laughs> Hibernating and high burnating. Um, uh, you guys gathered back up. You spent a little while chitter chatting over telepathic bonds um, and sharing uh, what you'd found, what you learned. Uh, and then, before we ended the last session, you heard a knock on the door, and Mr. Tristan Kepler was on the other side, with gun leveled at the head of Fustrak, who opened the door. Uh, he has to talk to Chris, uh, and Fustrak decided to materialize a hammer in his chest and start off a fight, which in turn meant he got shot in the side of the head, and now we're fighting. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Or however you do it. And hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. I can't do it in Jenna Marble's voice. Oh, I'm bad no. at that. <laughs> uh, so I don't remember what initiative was last time. We didn't roll for it. No, Ooh. we stopped there. Uh, so everybody roll me some fucking initiative. Oh, God. We're actually doing this. Yep. Blame Fustra. I do. Actually, I don't blame Foostruck. I blame Zach. That too. Ah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna separate the man from the character right now. <laughs> oh my god, I have a plus five to initiative. Holy I shit. do too. It sure didn't Me fucking too. matter though. Who knows? Maybe this battle won't really kick off. Depends on what happens. Ooh, sure do. I'm just gonna have to wait a little bit before I say something like, "Hey, stop! Get some help." In the name <laughs> of love. Admittedly, I am already at like half health. Ah. So. You know what's a really good thing is I have three kegs of gunpowder, you guys. So it's fine. That's how we all die. I feel like I have... Ben managed to achieve the fireball wizard without being a wizard. <laughs> and without I'm the fireball. I can be anything. I didn't ask how big the room was. I said fluffer oh, nutter. Exactly. <laughs> <Yes>. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, get no structural got. damage. Uh, I got a 10. <laughs> no structural damage. Everyone's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Uh, okay, Ted, Boostruck. Uh, yeah. uh, Ben. Uh, what's eight plus five? Thirteen. <clears throat> oh, no. I have trouble adding things to eights and sevens, too. I, uh, the big one yeah. that always gets me is six plus seven. I'm like, what the fuck yes. is that? Uh, Ash. Twenty-two. Uh, 
I used That's the okay, she can't hit anything, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll see. I used the Caduceus <laughs> dice this time, so maybe it'll be a nicer dice to me. What you got, Coop? Eleven. No. Ooh. It's rolling the end. Kepler has 94. Yep. <laughs> Just about. Yeah. I mean, he does That's have a plus 16 to his initiative. Oh my god. So he will automatically, Wait, he will automatically roll higher than Noah. Did you say 16? Yes, I did. That's illegal, no, Taylor. It's called <laughs> I'm okay. real honest. Taylor, balls, like, <laughs> Taylor you and I are going to have a conversation at a later time about how these things are calculated. Because that Marin doesn't seem right. On. Listen, listen, hold on. Well, I D and D Beyond calculated it, not me. And He's how many homebrew one. things do you have that add to initiative or dexterity? None. He has he has the alert feat and the observant feat, and he has a very high dexterity. He is like level twenty seven or whatever. No, so. he's level twenty. You can't go oh, higher sorry. than 20 in, in 5e. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> I was making a goop. Making a joke. Making a gaff. I love that. Uh, you grab your microphone. It should probably like, be funny. I know. <laughs> God. Excuse me. I don't need no man talking down to me telling me how to play 5e. <laughs> Look, a- Ash, if you want us to know it's a joke, you just have to make it funny. Ooh, fucking burn, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, well, when you guys start killing each other, uh, just let me know. So, Or actually, let Coop know so he can cut your screens, because I think yeah. blood's against the TOS. God damn it. I told Corey a joke today. And it was like one of those where he was Did like, oh, that, well? that was a bad joke. And I was like, yay. I can't remember what it was, though. Good story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Same thought. Same thought. <laughs> All right. Yes, you're it's the best. Fine. All right. You know what? Y'all can fucking burn <laughs> for all I care. You I got 22 initiative. Y'all can just drown. <laughs> I might in my own blood. Yeah, yeah. It's a genuine. And you'll possibility. be like, no, all right. I wish I would have been so, answered to Ash. Ash, shh, shush. Uh, <laughs> you love us and you know it, so shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, top of the round after a yes, uh, after a uh, quick volley back and forth between Fustrak and Tristan. Uh, I will remind you that Tristan has just reached under the back of his coat and drawn out a greatsword that could not have possibly, like, been hidden. Because uh, he's got a fun thing that I found, like, months ago that I had to give to him. Uh, but he dropped his uh, shotgun, and now he's going to take a swing at Mr. Fushrock. Uh, take a swing. Do, do keep in mind that... Uh, he said, I don't remember the exact wording, but he basically said, you killed my brother. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's what he's here for, in case anybody forgot. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Are we in Rule 20? Do we have a map? 
Do we have a map? No, we do not. It's this a super theater tiny of the mind. Yeah. Uh, Again, you're good at this, uh, Ash. You actually have a theater degree. <laughs> I. You'd think. Do you but... want me to throw up a quick little thing? Because I will. I mean, oh. if we're gonna go like full ham, I guess. Well, I don't know how oh long this is gonna last, but I'll I'll put up like a little. Screen. I don't know. I just visualize like where I'm at a lot better. All right, hold on. I'm sorry. I don't want to make you like do a whole bunch of work if. No, no it's okay, Ash. It's just very inconvenient. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> Ash, I agree with you. That it's inconvenient? Yep, Harris. Now you have to be the deciding vote here. Honestly, I wouldn't mind a map because, like, it it does help me be a little bit more strategic in the planning. Same. I agree. Hold on. We're all with you, Ash. We stand together. Yeah, we just like to fuck with you. One TPK. Form Voltron. That's the only way we'll be able to beat him. Oh my god. So I I went and saw Mamma Mia last weekend on Saturday night. I am not following the... I don't get how we went from... I will have you there in just a moment. Just hold on. So it was all in my head. I made the connection because I heard the Dragon Ball Z fusion thing in my head. So, uh, when I was like, oh, we're all together, Fusion? Yeah, anyway. So, um, at Mamma Mia, they were doing the, um, uh, Don't Go Wasting Your Emotion, that song, where all the guys sing in, like, the flippers and everything. And two of them, while they were dancing and posing, like, went together and did the Fusion thing in the middle of it. Oh, my God. And I think I was the only person in the whole theater that laughed. Probably. (laughs) Everybody else was just like, what the fuck is going on? What is that? hysterical yeah. i loved it so much Funny. and they're all like it's all these civic theater boys like wearing no clothes running around in flippers and scuba gear oh you know it was so funny i loved it i want them to make another mama mia movie and for papa john's to do a tie-in thing and it's called papa pizza yeah oh, i like here it here papa I pia it yeah papa pia. <laughs> i mean they do have the papadilla so it could work Ooh, it's- uh, the Papa Pia is just a it's just a piss pizza. Ew. <laughs> I mean, which is basically just Papa John's. Yeah. Is is Cher yeah. gonna be in this one too, so she can show up and she be like, Hello. "Hello, everybody." <laughs> so Stephen and I figured it out is that Cher's voice is actually just Elvis. She's yeah, basically bit. Johnny Bravo, but a woman. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. That's Pretty it. Much. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. How, how old is she now? Seven hundred like eighty-five. At least seventy. Are we talking about her brain or the rest of her? <laughs> yes. Old as <laughs> She's only seventy-five. I thought she was older than that. Four hundred and twenty-three. Dolly Parton mm-hmm. is older than her. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But Dolly but Parton Dolly's, weirdly yeah. is like. Well, to be fair, both Cher and Dolly Parton wear corsets constantly because they're like, hey, yeah. nothing else is going to hold my ass up. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think I found a serviceable map. This is not what the inside exactly looks like, but it'll fucking do. Uh, it'll fucking do. Where the fuck is the door? <laughs> is, is there a room for for a tombstone in it? <gasps> yeah. 
Is this a like the Sims tombstone. where as soon as you die, a um, tombstone pops up? A cow-shaped tombstone? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little concrete cow. Oh my god. It just looks like a sheriff badge. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. It basically looks like those ugly figurines you could buy at Kmart way back when. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Hold on, I'm having to resize everything. Looks this like, episode uh, of At Large Adventuring Company is brought to you by the letter D. As in dice. Or, or depression. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, or death. okay. <laughs> all right. I love that you can we tell what all of our priorities are. No, literally, this is the most ADD fucking group. Everyone is just like, someone said the letter D. What's the first D word that comes into my brain? I'm going to yell it out yeah. loud. Yeah. Then I saw that face. <laughs> just <boom. laughs> Right? Right? <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Ooh, we got a nice bear skin rug. I do like You're the bear. We're going to have a nice cow skin rug up here soon. Yikes. You know what? You want us to feel bad for you. Yeah, I'm going to be real, man. Like, this is... Your own uh, demise. Yeah, you, you, you brought this on yourself. All right, arrange yep. yourselves, assholes. Papa Pia. Okay, I'm gonna put myself outside I'm the building. In the bathtub. You don't get to arrange yourself. <laughs> in, in the bathtub. But to be fair, when I blow it up, it's gonna be the safest place to be. <laughs> yeah. This You're is how Fooscrack dies. Uh, Noah fucking blows him into beef chunks. He just You're gonna have to pull a, um, an Indiana Jones and get in the refrigerator. <laughs> oh, yeah, to survive a nuclear blast. Yeah. yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yep. Okay. I uh, got everybody? I think I do. Yep. Yep, Jasper's not here, so... Uh, he sure isn't. Poor buddy. Nope. You're gonna die without him. Bye, well, I sent him a letter uh, before uh, before, uh, before I died, at least. So, we will start with Mr. fucking Tristan Kepler. Uh, he's going to take his greatsword, and he's going to bop you, uh, Fustrock. Uh, Twist it. He's gonna boop you in the snoop. Yeah. yeah. With a big old sword. He's just gonna a big old sword. Uh, how many attacks does he get? Two. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Wait, is that right? Honestly, if know, he's a part fighter, that's very low for... Well, he is part fighter, but... That, he's also I mean... part warlock, and I'm assuming he is Thirsting Blade. Can you... He, I, he's fighter, rogue, warlock, and wizard. I also know how you oh, got to the so plus 16, but I think it kind of gave away some of his subclasses. That's fine. I don't care. Good you job, just Coop. don't metagame. I, I, I don't metagame. I just know everything about building characters, because that's the only thing I do with my spare time. I don't even know anything about my character, so, I mean... <laughs> okay. You know he's got gunpowder. Uh, yeah, I got I got going. I got a bag with it that goes boom. Yeah. Uh Fustrak, I've got an unnatural twenty to hit you. Uh and Real quick. Real quick. What? Oh my god, what? As a reaction, I would like to use cutting words and say, Hey, 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 we we don't need to we don't need to fight about this. Let's just talk. And I will subtract a D eight from his attack. Okay. Does a 15 still hit Fustrock? No. 
And that does not hit. Uh, make me a persuasion check to see whether or not he swings again. Because his second hit is a 30. Well, I rolled a 17, uh, and persuasion is something I'm pretty good at. So that's a 25. A 25. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so Tristan goes in for one, like, baseball swing uh, that just manages to miss... Like, you feel some hairs get trimmed across your neck uh, as this flashing, like, uh, like residuum, like, greenish, but also, like, with purple striations through this long uh, rectangular blade uh, sort of whips past you. This is the kind of blade that doesn't have a point. It's a squared top, and each Whoa. side is sharpened. Um, it's like one of the weapons you can find in Dynasty Warriors. Uh, yep. But Horrifying. it's a little bit Buster Sword-esque because it has pieces taken out of the blade to make it lighter. Ooh, it's um, like the hard edge. Yeah, yeah, like the hard edge, exactly. Um, yep. But uh, he he's like coming back around to keep the momentum going uh, as Chris uh, Christmas yells... And he, like, stops it partway through a swing because you have high persuasion. So he is going to pause for the moment. Interested to see what you guys are going to say. Um, he is... Uh, hold on. I'm going to find out what his bonus actions are. He doesn't have a lot. Um, he is, as a bonus action, going to cast Hex on Fustrak. But <laughs> he will not do anything else. So just remember you're Hexed. Ah, gee, I'd love um, to be able to counterspell that, but I only have first right? level spell slots right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so that'll end his turn. Uh, that'll bring us to Magda. I, instead of attacking uh, Tristan, I'm going to try and wrap my Kusarigama around Fustrak and okay. pull him backward away from Tristan. Okay. So that's going to be a contested strength roll, I believe. Well, I I am going to like hop up next to him too. So just I I don't think that I would resist this. Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, yeah. Uh How do I I for, I always forget how to do these. Coop, can you remind me of how to do this? Uh this is uh I mean, the it's Kusari Gama doesn't specifically have something that says like Here's how this works and how you can do it. Uh, so this is this is uh, in the homebrew court. All right, whatever. Uh, you know what? Just roll me, roll me as if you were attacking uh, Magda. Fourteen. Is that it? You cannot yeah. hit with this Kusari Gama. I rolled a four. I used a new dice too. Honestly, you should just get that fucking thing smelted. Yep. 
That weapon is cursed. Yeah. Uh, so, so Magda like throws the chain and does manage to like wrap it around Fustruck, but it doesn't catch, and so it just kind of falls off. Why? Are you sure I don't get an advantage because he's not resisting? Uh, not in this case. You get advantage on a target, like if you throw a dart at a board and the board doesn't move. Yeah. No. No. I think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anything else you want to do I'm is your never turn. Play darts. <laughs> right. No, I'm just gonna throw my fucking kusarigama on the ground and stomp on. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make an attack roll. <laughs> Yeah. So, so natural me, twenty stomps it in half. Like, let me ask you. Here, you know what? Here, you know what? No, it was eleven. Okay. <laughs> so let me ask this: Is anybody planning to do anything uh, aggressive? I am leveling my gun at him and holding my action. So if he makes an aggressive move, I will shoot the shit out of him. Okay. Uh, no, I am not planning on doing anything aggressive. Okay. So in that case, we'll suspend uh, we'll suspend initiative because Tristan has stopped. Um, I will say that Walter is going to stay where he is, but Gwyn is going to step up to be within reach of Fustrog. Um, but Tristan is standing there with this giant square-edged blade uh, ready to just take off Fustrog's head, which Funnily enough, is what this sword is for. Uh, but he's staring to the side at Christmas. I have had the Ace of Spades out, like pointing at him. But I'll like keep a finger, like in the in the like the I don't know what they call the little like frame around the trigger. The trigger, guard. trigger guard. The trigger guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I'll just let the the I'll hold up my hand and I'll still like have the gun in my hand, but I'll kind of just let it flop and go loose, and I'll just be yeah. like. Talk. Just just talk to me. I, I don't understand what's going on right now. Um, and he, he's still got, like, his arms and his shoulders <clears> tensed. <throat> and he's still, like, facing Fustrak, but with his head turned toward you, he says, I saw what you all did to my little brother. I want to know which one of you fuckers did it. Did nothing. We didn't do anything last time we saw him. He was fine. We, honestly, I tried to message him yesterday after we talked and nothing went through. I assumed you killed him. Or solve. I need somebody to make a persuasion check. I'll do that. Okay. Yeah, please. Mine's Ooh. negative one, are you sure? 24. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> uh, Tristan, you see some of the tension drop out of his shoulders, but he still he still like keeps the blade resting against it against one. Um, and he says, Alright. And if it wasn't any of you. I want you all to come down to the foundry. We were, uh, we were planning on it. We, we got what you want. Yeah, I got your note. Yep. Let's go now. 
Okay. And he lowers the sword, and you see him, like, push out the back of his jacket as he pushes the sword back up underneath it. Um, and you hear this, like, shh sound, like, sizzling. It's a lightsaber. And the sword, the sword disappears into the back of his jacket. Oh. Does he have, like, a cool tattoo where his sword is capped? Because that would be sweet. Oh, that would be cool. I mean, That's a super fucking cool check, idea. Yeah. I saw an image that someone did some, uh, I'm not sure if it was an MTG card or if it was just concept art, but they had someone like they had crossed blades tattooed over their back and they'd reach back and like pull them out of the tattoos. That, that's a magic card. Cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, that's a magic card. Super, yeah, <laughs> loved it. So neat. Uh, but yeah, uh, he puts that away, he picks up his shotgun, uh, uh, opens the breech load and reloads it. Um, and puts that back on his hip. Um, and uh, you guys would notice now that things have started to calm down a little bit, it looks like he may have already gotten into a fight with somebody before this, because you notice there's like little trails of blood like coming out of one of his sleeves uh, that you're not really sure if it's, if it's his. Um, but uh, keeping one hand on like the handle of a shotgun, he steps back away from the door for you guys. What you doing? Well, I will dismiss the lady's favor. Mm -hmm. Since it seems that we're calling, you know, just holding out. Uh, and I will, I will step out but I will stand off to the opposite side of Tristan mm -hmm. uh, just to make sure everyone gets out good. Anybody doing anything special? Anybody? What you doing? I'm just putting my gun away. Well, not totally. I'll keep my hand on it, but I'm just following. Yep, Mike, I'm sorry, Gamma. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking at it, <laughs> completely forlorn. Just like at this point, I'm, it's one I'm more whispering. missed attack away from ending up in a lake somewhere. Yeah. Right. You know what, I'm Watch this. Th this is going to be the weapon that fucking kills the final boss, and it's actually going to hit for once. For once. I'm whispering to it. I'm like, get your shit together, the piece. Honestly, if you guys pulled out some shit that's like the Kusarigama's actually been a sentient weapon the whole time, that would have been like the <laughs> real dickhead of that would have been we awesome did the sentient planning, weapons but... last campaign. I mean, we yeah, we can't do that again. <laughs> uh, no, nothing special. Just okay. just following. Uh, yeah. So uh, as you all come out, Tristan is like staring at each of you as you sort of file out together and um in particular he gives a pretty hard look to christmas sala and walter uh like he's trying to see if somebody's lying to him uh because tristan's good at that um but uh as you all step out uh he sort of motions you all toward the gate and uh there doesn't seem to be anybody following him this time like there's no like no Tane hanging out at the gate there's no Irahim within sight um, I don't believe Volg was there either uh, 
So he's just kind of on his own. Uh, but he starts walking, and uh, he leads you guys down the way. Uh, let me change the map to Constanos. Ash, you had Taylor make this map for 30 seconds. <laughs> Can't believe it, Ash. I had... I did no such thing. <laughs> I made no one do anything. They made that... It helps me visualize. I'm like, that's... Yeah. <clears throat> well... It was fun playing, guys, but, uh... Uh, anyway. I'm gonna log out. No, you're not. Uh... <laughs> not after I had to make that map. Nope. Oh, God. Uh, fuck. God damn it. Uh... Ah, balls. 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 Um, he <laughs> takes you guys across Lyrius and into... The, the the other place the what the fuck is it called brain what the fuck ah the other side of the old quarry lake um Duck. you know like as guild a butcher uh yeah so it would be the northern guild walk area uh and brings you guys uh up to a building that sits on the east bank um it is not that old, all things considered, but it's definitely a, like within the past hundred years uh, building that's pretty much a gigantic gray brick. Um, the uh, It's uh, split into two sections. One seems to be a sort of large warehouse section or what you would assume would be the main foundry. And the second is... Uh, like offices and outdoor storage area. Um, as you're walking down this uh, street called the Quarry Side Loop, uh, you can see that the building is pretty much dark, except for the northwestern corner. There is a specific like tower built into the side of this building um, that has electric lights going all the way up, and it's the only thing lit up in the uh, entire building. Uh, Tristan brings you guys around uh, to one of the entrances and uh, again no sign of anybody around um, I believe I believe some of you have looked at this place or was it just Sala it was just Sala I believe uh, when I start to notice that there's not anyone else here uh This feels like a trap. Um, I want to. I want to insight check Tristan. I want to see if this is if he's leading us into a trap. Okay. We have evidence that was just he, if he gets us put away into jail for stealing from someone. That's bad for us. But yeah, I'm gonna. Sure. Well, it wasn't very good. Uh, it was a fifteen. Uh, for an insight, Tristan is inherently suspicious to you, obviously, but he is also an incredibly well put together, like, emotionally 
emotions wise man um so as soon as he kind of got over his initial like burst of anger he is straight faced okay i'm Um, just gonna actively keep an eye out for like city guards because uh this feels awful trap like uh, so Tristan throws open uh, these large, uh, like, warehouse doors that are at the uh, north end of this building. And immediately inside, uh, you guys see it is not, in fact, a warehouse. It is the foundry proper. Um, the first thing you'll be able to see is that there's a line of small forges inside this building that all have, like, uh, that all have like ventilation going to the outside. Uh, and they sit in front of this massive, um, this massive set of like channels and troughs, over which hangs a massive uh, uh, stone, um, like basin, that sits up in the second story, held up by all manner of like chains and. Uh, bars and whatnot but this stone basin is about 40 feet across to give you some idea of the pure fucking scale um but everything is dark it's cold in here which a foundry should not be if it's in if it's in use um and you can see there is a catwalk above the melter uh where you do finally see that there are people here uh Standing up on this catwalk, uh, you see a leopard tabaxi who has the biggest rifle with a scope leaning on the catwalk rail next to him. But he's just got his arms crossed and he's leaning on the rail watching you guys come in. Um, And standing next to him is uh, what you will know as Tane, the orc, um, who is also leaning on the rail. As you guys step in, uh, coming out from beside the door, uh, you will see, uh, who was that? Uh, You would see the blue tiefling that you met last time uh, Tristan visited you, who I believe Christmas knows as Orin. and uh, there could be other people in here, but these are the only ones that you see like blatantly out in the open. Uh, but as you step in, Oren uh, kind of falls into step beside you guys and says, well, you managed to convince him not to kill you. Nice. Second time in two days, I think. Yeah. How'd you, uh, how'd you manage that? We didn't do what he thinks we did. Well, that's news to me. All right. Um, and uh, you see Tristan kind of like shoot him a look out of the corner of his eye. And Tr- Orin's just like, okay. And he he walks away. Uh, but Tristan turns and starts heading toward, uh, you can see that where that tower was that you guys could see on the outside uh, has a stairwell leading up, but it also has an electric elevator in it, which is pretty new to the world. Um, so this foundry was probably in operation not too long ago. Uh, but Tristan steps up to the elevator uh, and pulls the um, 
pulls the like grate open, like uh, you know, twenty style elevator where they had the gate that you actually had to manually pull. Um, but he pulls that back and sort of motions for you all to get in. Um, and uh, he says, "Fair warning, the uh, the fl- uh, basement is flooded, so watch your step." Okay. You all head into the elevator, I assume, unless anybody wants to do anything crazy. No. Okay. When... Uh, Yeah. Just a quick question. When Chris messaged me, did she say that she she was still in the foundry in a room? Or was she like, he took her somewhere else? Uh... You would know that she was going to be moved after the new year. Um, okay. So if you guys are correct about where she is, she should still be here. Okay. And I, I think um, we also got like a proof of life that basically yeah. said she was moved yeah. to like nicer quarters, basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't sure if she mentioned if it was still in the foundry or if it was like a different building. Yeah. I don't know if she knows where she is. Okay, that's fair. Um, that built well. But yeah, uh, Tristan steps in with you, and he he hits this button that the entire elevator like shudders suddenly, and then slowly begins lowering down. Um, even part way down, uh, you can already hear like dripping water below. Um, you can hear the elevator like noise. Uh, echoing through the entire basement. Uh, and you guys end up going down two stories because this is a very high ceiling uh, basement where you see that uh, this entire area is no longer like for a foundry. Uh, you can see that a lot of work has been done specifically putting in new walls and iron grates and basically kind of turning this place into a prison or a dungeon. Um, Man, uh, now all we need is a dragon. I mean, there's a couple nearby. Uh, we could do that. Just need a lizard that lights things on fire. If if we want to bring back Zed Thala, we can. I'm game. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, she's uh, great. Yes, she was. I love her. Um, but the elevator uh, actually sinks about a foot into water as it hits the bottom. Yes. Uh, so you all get like partway up the calf, just, you know, calf deep in water. Uh, and Tristan pulls open this, uh, this gate again. Um, basically what you see is there's a central long hallway uh, in between everything and with a little little like L-shaped hall coming off the stairwell and elevator. Um, and you can see there are actually holes in the ceiling where the, uh, the melter above would pour down into the basement area. Uh, so there was probably like loads of industrial equipment down here at one point. Um, but Tristan turns down this hallway and uh, it is only very dimly lit with a few torches on the walls, but it's lit up well enough that those of you with dark vision, which I think is Noah. 
Yep, there's nobody else. Uh, Noah, you will be able to see, not in a lot of detail because it's far away, um, you'll be able to see that at the end of the hall, there is a larger door standing open and there's something up against the wall down there that looks like it might be a person. Um, okay. Oh, kitty! Mm. Oh. Do they look like they're tied up or like restrained? Um, they're not moving and if you didn't know any better you would think they were crucified. Okay. Uh, so Tristan, well. Tristan begins leading you down the hallway. It's uh, uh, to- Tomo. Tomo. Yeah. <laughs> begins leading you down the hallway, and uh, as you go, you see that these cells are all empty. There doesn't seem to be any sign of people in here, and like you don't, all you really smell is like you know stagnant water, but there's no like rot down here. Um, mm. It's unclear if this place is actually really in use. Uh, But as you get to the end of the hallway, um, he pulls a torch off the wall and steps into this end room. And uh, all of you will see as he casts the light that's pinned by his hands uh, to the wall behind him. Uh, His, most of his clothes shredded off of him, uh, either by blades or claws, it's unclear. Uh, His face almost torn off on one side, his literal jugular pulled out and just blood running down the, uh, the wall and his entire body is Nathan Kepler. Uh, he has what look like railroad spikes going through his hands uh, mm. and one going through both of his feet, like proper crucifixion style. Um, but Tristan steps up with this torch raised high, and you see him just stare at his little brother for a good long few seconds before he turns and looks at each one of you, trying to see if he can find any reaction whatsoever. Um, I'm immediately going to walk up to him, and I'm going to start looking him over to see if there's anything that gives away who did this. Make an investigation check. Okay. Guidance. <laughs> oh my god. Natural one. Oh, buddy. I, this die fucking hates me. I don't know what I did. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think Noah, Noah has seen some shit. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But I don't think Noah's ever seen anybody crucified. So this might be a yep. little like, fuck. Uh, so yeah. you're a little distracted by the shock of it. Anybody else? Cool. Uh, That's really gross, you guys. <laughs> Can I attempt to go up and seeing Noah get a little freaked out by that, can I attempt to go up there and investigate? Sure. Okay. Does it have to do higher. with fae fiends or undead? Does it? Fae fiends or undead? No. Uh-huh. Ah, shit. Okay. Well, Nathan is human. doesn't matter. 22. 22, alright. Yeah, uh, you step up and you immediately recognize these are railroad spikes that have been used. Um, which, you know, you can definitely get in a foundry because they make them here. 
Um, you do notice that under what little like shreds of clothing that are left, um, you do see that there are puncture marks like just under the edge of his rib cage. Um, that he's the like holes are pretty Jesus. small. What? He's like literally Jesus. Right, the spear uh, of destiny. Oh yeah, he yeah. was he was stabbed under the ribs, wasn't he? That's not what I'm going for. Um, well, yeah. Uh, but you see multiple punctures on both sides, kind of like, kind of like how, uh, like when people have like bleeding in their lungs, they put that rod through to, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a dark thing that I learned about when they did that car crash, like assembly in school and they showed you all the scary shit they like stick a hollow rod up under your ribs to drain blood it's um but uh it it looks like somebody's done that on both sides and um his his actual like esophagus has been like practically pulled out of the front of his neck um and it looks like it doesn't look like a tool was used to do that. It looks like somebody grabbed and pulled. You can see the distinct like finger digging in marks, which would take a lot of strength uh, to do. Um, you said you got a 22? Yeah. Okay. Um, half of his face is just fucked up. It looks like it got uh, like bashed in and then somebody just started like pulling skin off. Um you do see that on the opposite side of his face, uh, you know that Nathan had earrings uh, on one side, on both sides, rather. Uh, it looks like somebody tore them out of his ears. Um, and uh, let me grab my description. I'm doing most of this from memory. Uh, you would also notice that now Nathan is human. You know this. You see that on both sides, his ears have been snipped. As if somebody was, like, trying to make them sharper. Uh, but yeah. That's that's pretty much what you get out of this. He is super dead. And from can... what you can tell with your experience, he's probably been dead less than 72 hours. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Uh, calling over my shoulder, I'll say, when did you notice him here? Are you talking, you're talking to Tristan? Um, yeah. He says, uh, I, uh, I didn't come down here for a while, so I don't know how long he's been here, but I found him couple hours ago uh look at christmas you said you tried to contact him yesterday yeah after we um after we met up with you at the uh at the estate you mentioned that you knew who your uh your mole was and uh well, this ain't the first time we've seen Nathan, so I assumed you knew it was him. 
And when I tried to message him, no response. I figured. I, I know Nathan's a double agent. He works for me. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna roll an inside check on you guys. <laughs> See, this is why I'm not. Uh, I want I want Christmas and uh, Magda to both do uh, deception checks. Shit, deception. Deception. I'm not lying you're, about what? anything. No, you're not lying, but you're hiding something. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. It's it's a it's a lie of omission. Fourteen. Thirty-one. Uh, Tristan zeroes in on Magda as he says you know my brother was a double agent working for me and he you see his brows furrow a little bit he's like I take it you all knew that too yeah How did you find out about that? Talk to him. Yeah, he he told us when we uh, caught him and turned his bag inside out and the body of the person he was dressed up as popped out. That was back in Port Saras. Mm -hmm. And you all didn't kill him then? Well, he kind of told us that he was giving you information, but he was delaying it to keep us safe. Yeah, and uh, killing ain't really my thing. I think we actually thought that we asked him if he was the person who gave your description to the the AMC because we're still trying to figure out who did it. Oh, God. When was that given to the AMC? When did that information start coming out? Uh, fairly recently. Like, within the last 72 hours? I don't no, think it was that fast. No, 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 no. no. Uh, it's been... It's been a little while. It was before we left Port Saris, though. When is the yeah. last time that you talked to your brother before the AMC knew who you were? I'm, I'm not saying that he went and told them. What I'm saying is... Well, they might have tortured it out People of People can only take so much. I mean... When did we... What uh, session was it that we talked to Nathan? Uh, 26. It ago. was Thurin, Thurin 21st. Turin. 21st. Turin. Uh, yeah, episode 26. Yeah, so that'll be in part two of the notes. Let me pull those up. Um... It Was Nathan working for... Molinark. Ken? Oh, yeah, Arabelle. Okay, okay. Yeah, because he's yeah. a senior chaser and she's the chaser captain. Yeah. that was. I think that was the only reason we didn't kill him is because he was a chaser. Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and he, he said he was kind of on your side. Um, yeah. I definitely took all his residuum. Yep. Yeah. 
Nathan Kepler reviews his, reveals his face, blah, blah, blah. Uh, crew knows someone in the Guild of the Gate was helping the crows. Nathan insists it was Sam, the guy he was pretending to be. That's oh, why yeah. he killed Sam. Uh, he was Tristan's best man at his wedding, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Nathan Nathan basically said he wants to help you because he knows Tristan's become a monster. Um, he admitted to being a double agent working with Tristan in the Guild of the Gate, but on the Guild of the Gate's side. Uh, he admitted he was the one who found Sala and Christmas, uh, but he's also been setting Tristan back with delayed or false information. Um, he it, Basically, he is kind of a triple agent where he's trying to keep everybody on yeah. his side but keeping everybody from killing each other um um yeah back to my question to tristan though when's the last time he actually talked to his brother uh let me let me actually grab my notes here uh uh he'd say i i just talked to him three four days ago um if i look up at the body on the wall is there blood coming from the hands and the feet yes okay like a lot or just like a little a bit lot. okay so he was cru he was killed here he wasn't killed somewhere he, else and then crucified here i i would say considering magda magda got a pretty good role you'd be able to tell that he was pinned up while he was still alive Okay, that's what I was curious about. Okay. Have have you guys been here this whole time? What do you mean? I would talking to Tristan be like, I wouldn't you have heard him down here? I mean I thought he went back to the realm gate. Yeah, but aren't there people around in this foundry all the time? Shouldn't somebody have heard someone being pinned to the wall like this? No one's reported anything. We haven't had anybody down here because we didn't need to have anybody down here. Hmm. The last person who was down here regularly was your mother, but I moved her. Uh, looking at this, I'm going to say that probably wasn't her. Because um, she's a little short for this. But uh, I, if I, like, if Noah thinks about, <clears throat> I don't know, all the sciencey shit he knows, would he be able to tell that somebody, like, screaming from this room would be able to be heard up the elevator shaft and, like, on the first floor? Uh, make me, uh, Oh God! What do I use for a audio physics check? Would that be like intelligence? Yeah, probably. Uh, you know what? Let's use uh, nature. Yeah, let's use nature. That'll work. Okay. All right. Say so you could just test it by screaming and seeing uh, if the pits ah! upstairs came down. Ah! Ha! Um. Okay. Uh, it's gonna be eighteen. Eighteen. Um. Considering the holes in the ceiling that lead up to the uh, the melter, um, 
you'd probably be able to hear somebody if they were screaming down here. And he doesn't have anything like stuffed in his mouth or anything? Nope. Just his throat ripped out. Okay. Um, I'll look back at Tristan and be like, have have you been here for the last three days? Uh, in and out of the upper floor, yeah. We, and uh... there's somebody, somebody heard this and nobody said anything. Well, so you said last person who was down here was Christine, but you moved her. She's at the other end, yeah. Oh, okay, so... Someone wasn't, like, in this media area recently. Well, um, he turns and motions toward the uh, these big doors that lead in here. Uh, he says, this place is normally closed. Uh, we, uh, we use it to interrogate people, mostly. But those if, doors are usually shut. Can I check the room? Is there a way to get in without opening those doors? Or like a way to the outside? We actually mm. know that there's a way to get in here. But yeah, this room specifically. This room specifically, uh, if you're like searching, you can make an investigation check. But if you're just glancing around, that'd be a perception. Um, I'm going to actually search. Okay. Guidance. Motherfuck. Uh, 12. 12? Um, it's not that hard to find because it's not that well hidden. Um against the western wall of this room which is the side that goes toward the lake um there is a like what looks like it used to be a tapestry or a banner that's now just fucked up hanging from the wall um but it catches your eye because it's the only one you've seen and going up to it and pulling it back you see that there is a like maybe foot and a half across pipe leading outward um i kind of point to him like uh where does this go does this go the lake like i think it does i believe so yeah cool uh i'm gonna look down the pipe i guess i don't know i mean it curves so you can't really see where it goes mm -hmm. um but it looks like it was probably at one point like an outflow pipe where they would dump like runoff or whatever. If I look at like the bottom of the pipe or the sides of it on the inside, does it look like there's been any scraping? Uh, with a 12? Uh, not that you can really see. Uh, it's mostly rusted, and you don't see, like, nicks in the rust. Okay. It's not slimy, it's not weird. It is slimy, but it's, like, you know, ancient, like, cave wall slimy. Does the water come up to it, or is it above the water? Uh, at the current moment, uh, you would know that this pipe would actually be underwater, uh, lakeside, so it's clearly okay. sealed somewhere. Sealed. Yeah, otherwise water would be getting in here. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Um, the AMC released their information about you on the 23rd, uh, which means that they probably had it late on the 22nd. Did you talk to your brother after then? What day is it right now? The it first. is the first. Okay, what's the name of the month? Sorry. DF. DF. Top of the calendar. Um, I, so it's okay. still the early, early, early hours of the morning of yeah. DF. You guys just got done with turn 25th. Oh, that's right. We haven't um, gone to bed yet. 23rd oh. was three days ago. So just the timing is... Yeah. 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 Uh, that's perfect. Uh, Tristan will say, I think the last time I talked to him was on the 22nd in the morning. So, who got a hold of him that day? Again, I thought he was supposed to be headed back to the Guild of the Gate. So he was here, and then he just never left, apparently? I guess... This isn't they. Whoever did this, which, by the way, this was done before Sav approached us about taking you down, and before we all talked. Um, whoever did this, they knew who he was. They knew what information they wanted to get out of them and when all was said and done they wanted to send you a message there's um, uh I mean I don't I hardly have the stomach to sit in this room right now let alone actually do this I have my other suspicions as well. You want to share them? And he looks back up at Nathan um, and sorry, there's dogs well, sorry, me. <laughs> um, He looks back up at Nathan and he says well, there's a handful of people who know how hard this would hit me. And the top of my list is Orson. Especially considering the railroad spikes. Uh, Magda, did you point out the ears? Yeah. Okay, you shared all of that? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I guess uh, the railroad spikes could be anything, though. I mean, we blew up a train that you had a bunch of people on. Like, it could have been you if we're thinking about trains. Whoever but what about the ears? Why are the ears? Whoever did this is trying to get you riled up. They're trying to make you make mistakes. Honestly, Orson, I feel like, is too intelligent to tip you off like that with something so obvious. 
yeah. And, You'd probably try and either buy your brother or just make him disappear. And, and Noah's right. Why the ears? Yeah. Orson doesn't care about elves or fae or anything like that. We know someone who does. Would Sav actually do this, though? Like, does he have the time for this? There's a few things that don't quite make sense for Sav to do this. The timing's not right. There's things... But he wants to get rid of he, loose ends. There's things he got out of Nathan that... I mean, you... No offense, Tristan. You, you're Sav's attack dog. He knows all these things about you. He doesn't need to interrogate Nathan in order to, to figure them out. No, but he did send us after Tristan, and this made Tristan think we did it. Sav could be working trying to get us just to remove each other from the board. Nope, timing doesn't make any sense. Sav didn't ask it's us to go after Tristan until after Tristan went missing or not Tristan, after Nathan went missing after the AMC had this information about about Tristan it's not why do you think that matters why do you think it matters if he killed him before he asked Tristan, has to go after Tristan because he wouldn't, he wouldn't have a reason to but what if he was That's planning on pitting us against each other days ago. Right. And he was hoping I was going to find this sooner. I mean, he's been asking us to take you out, and you've been asked by him basically to take us out. Like, he's just trying to get rid of people he's worried about. Exactly. Not to mention the fact that Nathan had a connection to him, too, because of me. And, uh, I've been noticing a few people going missing lately. When did Saab show up and talk to us to ask us to take care of Tristan? That was yesterday. Nope, that was two days ago. Yeah, it was a couple days ago. So it was after... Oh, yeah, yeah. It was after Nathan disappeared. Uh, I think it was on the 24th. Yes, it was the morning of the 24th. Okay. Man, we've done so much in the past. 24, 48 hours. Yeah, in the past few days. Um, Yeah, Sav Sav basically uh, popped in to generously offer help with your plan to assault the foundry uh and basically uh you guys had a little uh standoff with him uh where you tried to figure out why he suddenly wanted tristan dead and he revealed all all kinds of fun little things that you guys are like oh he's accidentally showing his hand here um uh he told you things like he can see through the eyes of those involved with him. Uh, he hinted that someone is feeding him information. 
and he made it look like it was Walter or Magda that were potentially doing it unwittingly. Um, but, uh, yeah, he just basically popped in to fuck things up. Uh, Tristan, what what is your want with the rip cords? Uh, Who told you about them? One sec. Okay. <laughs> Keep your dogs in the street. Keep your dogs and it sounds like somebody just fired off a gun. I don't know. Um anyway, um I'm sorry, what was your question? Uh who told Tristan of the ripcords and why does he want them? Uh oh god. Uh so many different note files. I need to like consolidate my notes. I'm terrible at this. Um <laughs> How did you get there? How did I get where? <laughs> like doing the activia thing. Oh that's what it was. I didn't know what yeah, it was. Dang. I just did it. Um, like the, the, it's got the same rhyme. amount of, of syllables. I guess. <laughs> um, I'm Jamie Lee. He he says. Uh, he says, I heard about these things being made by Arthur Dine, and uh, mm. even though I do have the capability to teleport to a few limited places I uh, I needed a well a ripcord an emergency you know panic button for me and uh, my best people so who told you that they exist I work in the residuum trade there's no way I wasn't gonna hear about some rich asshole taking, you know, earth blood crystals and making these things. Do you Did know... you know that he also has a vault in the abyss? Pardon? Yeah. Uh, these were not under his house. They were in a lead-lined cavern that had a portal to the abyss where his vault was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's not just some rich asshole. There's something else going on. And the person who helped him make these possibly is also there's something going on. I mean, where where did you think you were going to go with these? Did you have a specific place in mind? I was going to set them for a place in the Feywild. Okay, well there's lots of those. But there's a couple that go to a weird places that I don't understand. Like what? Well, one of them goes to the the vault at the abyss, and the other one goes to the gate in the astral sea. What would Arthur Dunn have to do with the astral sea? I want to know why Kit of the Elusir is helping him make them. 
What makes you think that? Because his image is etched onto the gates for the Astral Sea Crystal. This has Sovereign all over it, you guys. There's something. It is not a coincidence that you know about these. Or that you asked us to go get them. After he asked us to kill you, he knows exactly what we're doing. Yeah. We thought we these... were double-crossing him, and he knew. Yeah. How how many of these do you need? Uh, I don't know. Maybe... Eight... Ish. Hmm. That's convenient. Why? Uh, eight. Well, there's. Well. And he glances up at Nathan and he says, seven. Okay. Mm. That's convenient because the gods in the sky that control each of us, there's uh, four of them, and uh, eight plus four is 12, which is how many there are. Uh, but no, there's NPCs too. Anyway. Numerology. Yay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I know you're probably not friends with these people, but maybe you can fill in some blanks. Do you have uh, any idea why Kenna McAmbaro would also be after these? I mean, if I didn't know any better, I'd say she'd be after him if she knew I was after him, but I don't think she knows that. I think she was Unless after them because Kit made them. Yeah, that would be That's my second guess, too. is that she's suspicious of him if you're right. No, I'm right. So what then? Kid of Ophira's on Sov's side now, or what's he up to? I don't know if we're no. going to go that far. He's not. He is making desperate deals to try to clean up a mess. What mess? You've heard of the Almatum. Yeah. In fact, if your brother had stuck around for another 12 hours, he would have known the Almatum very well, actually. Um, but thankfully he left. Uh, yeah. It's out of control, and Kit created it. Why? Uh, talk. Let's chalk it up to accidental experimentation. I mean, his lifelong effort has been to reforest uh, Irakel. Maybe it was just an experiment for fast-growing plants that went awry. He was trying to keep the river clean because the residual mine was polluting the Awas tree. That too. And you know, all the towns along the river. Well, yeah, but who cares about people? I care about the tree. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Slipped right back in the kit. Yep. <laughs> the kit is a very real part of me, you guys. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. The eco-terrorist that lives in my heart is kit. Like Taylor, yeah. I have a. It, it, he was cultivated in Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, Taylor, I have a question. Yeah, I um, have an answer. Crucifixion in uh, our world has like a yeah. historical, yes, it does. Like reference. What is the historical significance of crucifixion in Atlaren? That's actually a great question that nobody's ever asked, and I'm so excited you did. Well, uh, 
Crucifixion uh, is <laughs> is never done on a cross. A cross isn't really a thing in Atlaren. Um But previously, in like like pre monomaric days, uh, the people would be nailed to these like T-shaped posts um, and basically nailed there to be left to, you know, starve or to be tortured or to be eaten by birds or whatever. And basically it was this super, super ancient like punishment for the lowest of like cowards and traitors. It's like, it's like uh, I don't know how to de- how to describe it. Um, Is it used in like gang circles and stuff like that? Still, like I wouldn't necessarily I wouldn't necessarily yes, say like commonly, is. but it is like it's a thing yes. that happens. This isn't like no one's been crucified in centuries and whatnot. Well, Tomo was crucified a while ago, but that was an accident. Um, it was three hundred years. Uh, and it wasn't technically a crucifixion. It was just pinned up by his hands. Um, uh, crucifixion appears most often in tribal cultures. Uh, like, I wouldn't say Gwyn's people because they're a little more modern, but like more traditional Geary tribes and like kobold tribes. Uh, and that's for like traitors and people who fucked over the whole clan. Um and it appears in uh it appears it does appear sometimes in gang activity especially gangs that are like obsessed with honor and that kind of thing mm. um and it is used in the feywild uh for the enemies of the Sealy court there it is there mm. it is I was going to say, Orson doesn't make sense because Orson and Tristan are against each other and Orson definitely feels like the uh the enemy of my enemy is my friend sort of situation. Yeah. Orson's also decent. Yeah. So well, it... It, here's the other thing. So Nathan didn't say that he had any dealings with Sav, right? Like, uh, no he, you guys, he didn't say that he did, but he does have connections because of Tristan. Yeah. Um, and he does have a, he did have a little bit of power from Sav, yeah. but he wasn't like uh, Tristan. He was so, more... He wouldn't even rank up there with, like, Orson, Tristan, Ferdinand. Yeah. He's more, like, on but, your level, honestly. Okay. But he could... So, if it was Sav, then he's trying to send a message of, like, Nathan was a traitor, this is what he deserves. Like... I still don't think it was Sav. Well, who else... Would it be? Uh, we're about to find out. Hey, uh, Tristan. Mm. You do a lot of business in the Feywild. Yeah. It's a relationship like with the uh, the courts over there. I don't have any. Okay. What's your relationship like with the Fomorians? Rare. Okay. Uh, last question. What's the emergency that's going on in the Feywild right now? 
you might have to tell me what you're talking about. Uh, I so Ross hasn't responded to me in multiple days, even oh, though he yeah. said he would yep. and said he was dealing with something that was more important than what we were asking him to help with. And Kenna McAmbro bailed on us at the last second. I don't know if those two things are connected. I don't think that but was... I'm still yeah. I still know that there's shit going down in the Feywild. Oh yes. Um Yeah, I just wasn't sure which emergency you're talking about. Um, oh god. Don't say that. <laughs> at this point uh, the... I, add a... yeah. I keep a list. Do I have to add something else to the to the clusterfuck list? You're gonna need more I'm sticky sure. notes, dude. Yeah, you're gonna need several <laughs> sticky notes. You gotta get the the long ones, the big boys. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna ask Tristan too. Be like, do you know a guy named Hearsome by chance? Of course, I, I know. I, was gonna ask. I mean, have you met him? Are you guys like buddies? I'm sure we've crossed paths. Okay. He's an idiot. Well. <laughs> Uh, you're not wrong. Uh, Magda actually does laugh. Like, <laughs> oh God, where's my note? Oh, this is we not... laugh like ladies. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> uh, yuck. Well the, <laughs> while the DM is uh, looking up this stuff, uh, let's uh, take the moment to Mickey, show off your dick all of our, uh, our our new cool things. Uh, this is our new uh, this is our new stream layout, and we've got some new uh, some new oh, character yeah, cards to show you guys that are that are really fun I and cool, and so also in significantly better right high definition wow. than they were before. Yeah, I know we're we're so pre-recording and the you guys colors. can't see shit. I know oh that. God. Okay, they're so beautiful. Actually, I really Look like Noah's background. Noah's background is amazing. Right. Uh, so cool. Okay, I I'll have to find this note later. I couldn't I find just random explosions to put right. behind him without it looking okay. really tacky, and I I considered it, but mm -hmm. I figured I I figured you'd yeah. like the. Um, I'm uh, Noah's also gonna look at Christmas and be like, "Are we gonna tell him about uh, Ross, or is that still is that a secret still?" Um, well, it's not anymore. Uh, Are, don't we have telepathic bonds? Still? We do still have telepathic bond up. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Telepathy. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. I have a line of questioning that I'm gonna follow. Yeah. Real quick with him because um, I'm. I don't do anything in the Fey Wild except all my fucking crows are Fey. You know, like whatever. Okay. Uh, give me, give me, give me your question one more time because I think I've got some stuff now. Uh, what is the emergency that's going on in the Fey Wild right now? Well, it's the same damn emergency that's been going on there for forever. It's the Fomorians getting a big too big for their britches. But it's particularly bad at the moment. Cool. What does Sav want with Lorcan? I don't know. Use that big brain of yours, man. What does Sav want with Lorcan? If you don't know the answer, think of one. If I had to guess at it, I would say he wants his connections. I would say... Considering the fact that he's going around looking like Lorcan, he's trying to do 
something with the people Lorcan's connected to, which I assume is the Seely Court. The problem with that is that Lorcan was banished by the Seely Court. Lorcan has lost those connections. Unless something has changed... It's I don't know, n- it's been a hundred years. Alright. Um... that. <laughs> What do you know about the Court of Reckoning? Some stupid shit Ross talks about. Okay, what does Ross say about it? That he's part of it. Listen, I don't care about that stuff. It's not my business. I look over at Nathan, and I'm like... You sure about that? You suggesting I... it might have been Ross? No, I'm not suggesting it might have been Ross. I'm suggesting that it might be connected to the Fae. I mean... I guess that's a good line of thought, since he was a chaser. What exactly do you do in the Feywild? Like, what do you go there to do? Our home is in the Feywild on Jade Street. Okay. We run Residuum and whatever else we're running through there, and we get Residuum mostly through the Feywild. So that's not pissed anybody off or anything? I mean, obviously it's going to piss somebody off, but it's not... Residuum is not a thing that the Seely Court cares about. They've got their own power. Residuum is for mortals and people who need extra power. Yeah, but what about the damage you do to the Feywild getting the Residuum? I don't do it. I buy it from the people that do it. Yeah, but... By purchasing something, you give them the power to continue to do it. And why is... I don't... Listen. Every business causes damage to something. I don't care. I'm trying to Somebody find the the letter that we got that was information about the God, we talk so fucking much in this campaign. It is so hard to go through these notes and find shit. Um, I'm trying to find the the letter that we got about the foundry. The one that like laid it out for us? Yeah. Was that a digital letter? Is that a physical letter? It's a digital letter. Sorry, y'all. We're trying to remember things. (laughs) Yeah. Um Uh, while we're doing this, can I take out my my last Vodro scroll for the day? And start writing a message to Kenna McAmbaro. Sure. I'm going to tell her that we got the ripcords. And that we know Kit. 
sold them or helped make them for Dine. And we also found a scroll that tells us the exact spell that Kit used to make the Almatum. Um, and also, if she knows what the fuck is going on in the Feywild and who's got it out for Tristan Kepler. Mm -hmm. Can you write that to me in the chat? Sure. I will try to remember everything I just said. You have the same problem I do. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a letter about the foundry? Yes. Uh, wait, no, no, no. I mean, Tristan gave you directions to the foundry at one point. Nope. There's a very specific, it was, there was someone working for Orson that provided us with details about the foundry oh, and like that was a entrance and ago. exit strategies. It was yeah. like two days ago in game, but yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, I'm searching the the chat right now, and I just can't find it. Yeah, I don't think it's in the notes. Um, but there's a name that I'm looking for in there. God. Uh, Son of a bitch. It would be so much I'm... easier to find if we didn't send each other 20 different TikToks a day, guys. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Don't look at me. Look, I like to share <laughs> my sad talks with my sad friends. I deleted TikTok <laughs> because of Doctor Strange. I want to be a sad friend. Knows what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> God, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm I'm going remember. through the. I think I found it. I think I found it. Okay. Yep, I found it. Okay. okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I might I might cut this part out of the YouTube video. You know uh, what? That's wow. fair. That's super fair. Um, I I will look over at Tristan. Mm-hmm. And I will say, what can you tell us about Drogon? That's said now that's got my brain going. Yep. All right. Can you send me whatever you found? I sure can. Thanks. Droganoff helper. Okay. I get what you're going for, but no. Droganoff, but... Yeah. Oh, his first name could be Beef. Beef Droganoff. No. That's his cousin who lives in Reese's Ridge. Yep. 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 <laughs> That's fair. Hello, I am Beth Droganoff. <laughs> Beth. Yeah, I like that. Beth. Hi. It's spelled just like that. Oh, it's Buff it Stroganoff. Okay, uh, this makes much more sense. <laughs> there we go. Um, again? I don't remember. I will send you guys the everything that we have about um, 
Okay. Uh, unsure what plans for hostage are. Interrogations yield with no solid information. Or oh, remember those. Uh, maybe used as a bargaining chip, either with Barago's people or as a gift to someone called Drogon. Uh, interrogated crows had no idea of race, appearance, abilities, or role of Drogon. Uh, one crow said, I don't know what Tristan gets out of it, but he brings people to that Drogon guy all the time. We never see most of them again, but others show up months later working with us as fellow crows. They're usually way stronger than they were before and work really closely with Tristan himself. The theory that this person wrote down is that Drogon may work in psych uh, psychological conditioning for Tristan, likely a mage or employs mages who can twist victims' mental state. Uh, confirmed facts, Drogon is from the Feywild, has lackeys, soldiers, or servants that he leads, has been working with Kepler for at least five years. Uh, I don't know if he's loyal enough to Tristan to care, though. Okay. <clears throat> so you ask who Drogon is. Yep. Uh, Tristan says he is a an occasional colleague. Why? Is that someone that the courts might have an issue with? Yeah, I imagine they would. Is there a reason for that? He's a Fomorian. Ah. Then why would they go after Nathan? I don't... Because Tristan works with the Fomorians. Okay. And the um, Seelie Court is in a war against the Fomorians. I get that. I think that's a tenuous. Uh, you, you guys would hear from behind you, uh, Walter... Walter speak up and say I'm I'm sorry did you say Drogon yeah Tristan oh um and Tristan looks at him and you see this moment on Tristan's face where he's like fuck um and Walter steps up and pretty much gets in Tristan's face and he said did I hear the name Drogon? And Tristan stares at him for a good long moment before he nods slightly. And Walter hauls off and punches Tristan in the okay. face. Okay. Alright. Yeah, let's uh let's start that. Oh actually hit. Alright, cool. No, good job, Walter. Start that again. Um that's gonna be like two damage, but uh, he hauls off and punches Tristan across the face. Um, and you all see, just as he's sort of, like, pulling back, uh, his hand automatically, like, rests on his shotgun, but he doesn't pull it. Um, and Walter... You see tears start to gather in Walter's eyes. Oh, no. As he stares mm -hmm. at Tristan. And he says... You know exactly who that is, Tristan. And Tristan nods ever so slightly. Yeah, I do. 
but there's no one else that can fill that role. And uh, Walter turns uh, kind of mostly to Magda, but kind of to you all. And he says, Drogon was the name of the captain of the group that killed Amelia and our co-workers. Yeah, I was kind of putting he... that together by the whole. Hmm? I'd... Never mind, continue. He incinerated her in front of me. I look at Tristan and I'm like, so much for loyalty, yeah? It's not like I'm fucking friends with this guy. Yeah, well, you're friends with him, like you were. It's not how you treat your friend. I don't need a lecture from you, Renly. Apparently you do. Regardless, he's useful. So what does he do for you? I don't think that's important right now. What well, was that? I mean, he just killed your brother over it, so maybe it is. He did not kill that, my brother. That thing that you put in the group chat, what was that, Coop? That's the description of information we know about Drogon from the note that we got about the foundry from whoever was working for Orson. Do we That's the all... main file if you need context. Well, uh, do we um, all know this? We just yeah. think he brainwashes people? I'm actually, I am assuming it didn't come up when we were planning our attack on the foundry because Walter was there I don't think it did cool everyone but Walter knew about this <laughs> well it sounds like he is useful in torturing people not torturing but conditioning sure and uh tristan sort of waves slightly toward uh gwen and sala he says i don't need a repeat of past mistakes mm. you us yeah, it's a lot easier to force loyalty than to actually earn it, isn't it? Ooh, damn. I've already earned the loyalty of the people who are actually important. Fucking bullshit, they're afraid of you. You're no leader, Tristan. Maybe you started out as one. I don't give a fuck what you think of me. Did you care about what your brother thought of you? 
God, you're really good at putting your foot in your fucking mouth. Yeah. Uh, Hoof and mouth disease. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he turns toward Fustrog. He says, I don't think that's any of your fucking business. Well, you want us to solve his murder. I didn't say I wanted you to solve his murder. I brought you here to make sure it wasn't you. Did you want to know what your brother thought about you? Make a persuasion check. Let's just beat the shit out of him emotionally, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. This well, that's easier asshole. than doing it physically. I mean, fair. <laughs> I should probably memorize my charisma skills. Uh, uh, 21. Okay, make it with advantage because it's you and it's Nathan. 26. Uh, he he kind of pauses for a moment, having just said he doesn't want your fucking opinions. And he looks at Chris and he's like, if you have some insight you'd like to share. It's not insight, it's just words straight from his mouth. That he thought his brother had turned into a monster that wasn't well, not someone we're saving anymore, so he was working against you as best he could. That's what your brother thought of you. A monster. Well, I can't exactly say he's wrong. Food for thought. Does that make you all feel better? That that everybody thinks I'm a monster, even my own kin, that even I know? No, it was not. Kind of does. No, <laughs> it doesn't. You know what would make me feel a lot better? Is if we do what we all agreed we were going to do give you what you want and you give us what we want we want Christine back where are the rip cords? can we actually hold on can we let's not do this here can we take him down off the wall please and Get him out of this fucking basement. It ain't right that we're fighting like this over dead body of a man who's just trying to do some good. I can agree with that, at least. And, uh, Tristan, uh, he kind of yells past you guys. He's like, Irahine, bring me a crowbar. And oh, uh, you Christ. hear... What? Nothing, that's just so gruesome. Yeah. Uh, so you could delegate, but... Uh, you soon hear somebody come waiting down the hall, uh, and you see the leopard tabaxi Irahim step in. He's got his rifle slung across his back and a uh, crowbar in hand. Um... 
and he steps in and offers it out to Tristan. They don't really converse at all, um, but Irahim just kind of steps back, uh, kind of next to you, Fustrak, and you can see that he like glances up at Nathan and kind of bows his head a little bit um, as Tristan steps up and uh, he hooks the end of the crowbar behind one of the uh, railroad spikes through Nathan's hand. And he just kind of, with a lot less effort than it really should take, just sort of wedges it out of the wall. Um, and uh, he sort of tries to catch uh, Nathan at the same time. He's like, can- Are there any plants in here? You, any what? Plants. Any like no. vines or anything? No. Uh, okay. I'll go help him. Um, yeah, he kind of hands the crowbar off to you, and he just kind of lets Nathan like kind of fall over his shoulder. Um, I won't make you roll anything because this is too much of a moment. But uh, you guys manage to pull out the railroad spikes, and he ends up sort of like fireman carried over Tristan's shoulder. Um. And uh, he starts wading back down the hall, just carrying his brother. Uh, Irahim looks at the rest of you and uh, says, We'll probably uh, teleport to a place where we can put him safely. If you all follow me. Okay. Yep. And uh, he, he leads you guys out. Um, along the way back up to the uh, first floor, uh, Tane and Aaron uh, sort of fall into step with you guys as well. Um, and uh, as you get to the middle of the foundry floor, uh, you see Tristan start kicking this like big like rubberized mat out of the way. And it reveals that there is a large teleportation circle uh, etched into the floor on the uh, main foundry floor. And uh, he, uh, keeping Nathan on his shoulder, he steps in and uh, you see him start drawing uh, what don't, they don't look like sort of like arcane circles or runes that you guys have much experience with. Uh, probably Christmas would recognize them most because they're more like Sylvan based. Um, but he just starts casting without any warning to you guys. Do you want to follow him? Where are we going? Let me double check teleportation circle to make sure you can do the thing that I want it to do. Excuse me. Can a teleportation circle teleport dead bodies? They are considered objects. Yep. Yep. That's why a mimic could technically be a dead body. Uh, I like that a lot. That's terrifying. <laughs> like in uh, the best way. Uh-huh. Uh, Do you think mimics swarm on battlefields after a battle? so that they can eat the people who come to check to see if they're survivors? Maybe. That's a really cool idea. You should put that in a book. I mean, I might. I do write (laughs) books occasionally. 
Tristan tells you as he's casting, he says, I'm taking him home. We gotta stay. I mean, we need a. We need to stay here. And uh, he sort of pauses in casting, and he turns toward uh, toward Tane, uh, and he says, "Let Christine Barago out, and make sure she gets to them. I'll be back tomorrow." you all held up your end of the deal and I'll come back for those records but I said that this was going to be an exercise in building trust so if you want to go up against Sov or whoever else I will help you if I can uh, Noah can I see your bag a second uh, sure cool here you go uh, I'm going to reach into the Noah's bag and I'm going to pull out one of the, the rip cords that goes to the Feywild mm-hmm. and I'm going to hand it to Tristan and he he takes it and looks down at this residuum crystal disc and he nods and uh, with one hand kind of loops it over his head um, and uh, he looks at you and says I know you're never going to take it but the uh, the invitation back to the crows is still open to you I'll consider the offer. You let me know when Tristan Kepler is leading the crows instead of the butcher. And maybe it'll be a yes. Well, I doubt that's ever going to happen now. Whoever outed me to the entire world has basically forced my hand. We always have a choice. Not sure I do anymore, Chris. And he turns and finishes casting his uh, teleportation circle and disappears with the body of his little brother. Um, you'll feel Sala like she's holding onto your arm pretty tight. Uh, but uh, Tane is left standing in front of you guys with Irin, Irahim and Oren. Um and this is the first real, like, face-to-face you've had with Tane since, you know, all the shit yeah. uh, that you can't remember. Um, and so he is just staring at you, kind of blank-faced, like, between you and Sala. And finally he says, Okay. Are you all following me, or am I bringing her here? I will follow you. And he turns and starts walking. Uh, Irahim stays behind uh, with Auron. And uh, Tane 
is going to take you guys uh, kind of far away. Um, he leads you out of the guild walk uh, into uh, the ward known as Korica, uh, which you guys would know is mostly a residential ward. Um, it is one of the kind of not newer, but like not older either portions of Constanos, so it's a little nicer. Um, a lot of the like Edwardian, like London suburb style, uh, like Cherry Tree Lane style mm. homes. Um, and uh, Tane leads you guys down this main thoroughfare uh, and eventually turns into this complex that has a, uh, a large courtyard in the center. It looks like it's literally an apartment complex. <coughs> Excuse me. What? Uh, he's just kind of sitting with his back to me, so he has to twist all the way around to meow at me. I don't know what he's up to. Twist. Um, Twinced uh, myself around. Um, but uh, he takes you into this apartment complex area and uh, he pulls out a key and uh, steps into one of the inward facing apartments. Uh, where you see inside it's pretty it's pretty sparse. There's not a lot of furniture or decoration. Um, it's very much like those of you who've played The Witcher 3, it's very much like uh, Novigrad, uh, Nov, Nov, what the fuck is that city called? Novigrad. No, Novigrad is a place in Russia. No, the Witcher was Russian to begin with. It's, uh, it's Novigrad. No, it's Novigrad in the game, it's Novgorod in Russia. My bad. Um, but like a Novigrad house where it's like super, super skinny and it is like four stories tall. Um, mostly wood throughout but he takes this key and he opens it and uh you immediately see a flashing out of nowhere a knife buries itself into the door frame and tane kind of like is like oh, okay yeah, uh she's here <laughs> and you see peeking out from behind the stairway this little gnome woman uh, with like wild brown hair and uh, her glasses are missing, and she's I'm, she's kind of. I'm gonna lean around and be like, "Ah, oh, you gotta, you need to work on your aim." Yeah, and she's she's got like another one ready. You can see these are kitchen knives. Uh, and she's <clears> like, <throat> "Oh my god, is that you, Nick?" Yeah, yeah, I think so. And she she drops the knife and she comes running out and she just like hugs you around the knees. Uh, and uh, just clings to you as Tane like takes the knife out of the door. Uh, I I lean down and hug her back, yeah. and she's like, "Oh my god, Bud, it's you! Oh my god, why the fuck are you here?" Well, <laughs> you know, you told me to do something, so I did the opposite. As god usual. Damn it! You're making me curse. Uh, <laughs> and she looks up at the rest of you. She's like. Oh my god, all of you are here. What yeah. I what in the world is going on? Well, we well, couldn't let Noah come alone. What's all this crazy stuff that's happening? I don't understand. 
Uh, well, we're going to need to sit down if we're going to talk about that. Or, you know, we could leave here and, like, go get, yeah, like, a hotel yeah. room. That, that'd definitely be pretty preferable, yeah. Cool, yeah. How much money you got? I don't. I'm joking. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, they took everything. And she, like, okay. gives Tana a glare. Um, I'm going to look at him and be like, where's her money? Why'd you take an old lady's checkbook? What's wrong with yeah, you? Listen, I didn't... Go get her stuff. Now, I please. don't have any of it. I didn't take it. Who but took who it? Did. I think Tristan did. Well, what the Great. fuck? Well, tell him when he sees us later that he owes us. Sure. Um, but uh, uh, Christine like lets go of Noah for a second. She goes up. She just stomps on Tane's foot, and he's like, "Oh God!" And <laughs> barbarian. She probably just did like twenty fucking damage. Yeah, actually, he's <laughs> crits on every dies. attack. Just so. dies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she she dealt more than I think Fustrak can punch with. So yeah, um, yeah. She just broken? stomps on his foot. He's like, "Fuck!" And just kind of doubles over, and she's like, "That's what you fucking get." All right, <laughs> making me curse, making me look. Look at me. I'm I'm not put together at all. God. All right. Can we leave now? <laughs> I love Chris so much. I know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We should probably, uh, you know, maybe we could, like, stop it. Oh, when's the last time you ate something decent? Well, I mean, they've been feeding me, okay? It's not, you know, like, five-star cuisine, but it'll it'll do. It's better than okay. your dad's cooking, at the very least. Well, yeah. Uh, he's fine, by the way. Good. All right. Well, that's that's one big, you know, that's one big old stress off me. Yeah, uh, um, I will say uh, Wilma did not make it. You I was know, just gonna say he needs a new bird. You know, I, I he think needs it's... a new bird and he needs a new leg. They're both gone. <laughs> you know, I I think it may be the dawn of a new birdless era at this point. Uh, they just they oh, just no. keep on, you know, it just keeps happening. You know, what if we got him something bigger? That, you know, hung out on top of his head so he didn't, you know, spill stuff on it anymore. Well, you know how often your father hits his head on stuff. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't want him to brain an owl on a beam or something. I oh, want to start a new drinking game where every time you guys say, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know. Take a shot. Be, we would all be fucking <laughs> wasted within 30 seconds. I would have taken yeah. in that conversation i would have taken like 10. <laughs> yeah that's a sipping game not a shot game yeah that's yeah. Uh, a sipping game uh but she she just kind of like shoves tane out of the way and walks out the door um and you know this tiny gnome just shoving him means she like shoves him in like the thigh so he almost falls over um and uh, she steps out uh oh food time uh she steps out and kind of looks around. She's like, oh, this is right. Oh, I know where I am. Oh, good lord. I could have <laughs> yelled and someone I knew would have been able to hear me. Oh, uh, do you do you know somebody around here? I know all kinds of people around here. I mean, fair. Well, okay, well, let's go get, damn. like, a nice hotel and, like, yeah. good dinner. 
and stuff like that. And uh, I need to sit down and rest because I killed a dinosaur this morning. Yeah, some of you guys look a little this evening. Uh, a little uh, messed up. Yeah, it tried to rip Christmas's yeah. arm off. It almost killed his girlfriend. It, you know, he turned into a crocodile Wait, because of Chris, it. Chris, you got a girlfriend? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, something like that. Well, who? She's she's right here, Chris. Oh, I didn't know you two had a thing. All right, that's lovely. <laughs> Chris, you're... Um, God, I love her so much. Your never-ending <laughs> optimism just... It never fails to, to be a, a, a boundless source of, of hope in this world. And I hope you never lose that. And I am so happy that your son has inherited that from you. I'm going to lean over to Christmas and be like, if you keep talking like that, she is going to marry you right here and now. <laughs> Say hi to your new stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she says, well, you know, Christmas... There, there is just, you know, sometimes there's a vacuum in this world of just, you know, sunshine and daisies. So I try to be just a little bit of, you know, a little bit of something like you happy know. for people that I, she I says it a lot. I am going to, I'm going to give Christine a hug and I'm oh, going to give her a kiss my. on the cheek. Oh, God, I oh. missed you. <laughs> When I say yeah. that, though, it's like it's like a legitimately like emotional. Like he did yeah. truly miss her. Yeah. He also she, feels still yeah. like this is his fault. Oh. But yeah, she she like as you lean down to hug her, she like hugs you around the neck, and she she like takes you by the head and kisses your forehead, and uh, she says, "I uh, I'm pretty glad to see all myself. So uh, let's you know." pardon my language but let's get the fuck out of here because i'm i'm done with this whole scene i'm just done <laughs> i really if if they ever do a live action version of this i want chris to be played by melissa mccarthy oh absolutely yeah. oh my absolutely. god <laughs> Oh, oh God, Jesus! That's a conversation that we need to have uh, at some point. Is who? What actors would play everyone in the campaign? Yeah. We'll start a, we we'll start a Google Drive for it. Can we just relentlessly tag Melissa McCarthy and things until she finally is like, "Yes, I'll do it." Like, what? I'll yes. just produce the movie, you guys. <laughs> like, just leave me yeah. alone. Or, or Kathy Bates. She yeah. would be a great Kathy Christine. Bates would be really weird flex, but I Isn't like she it. Really I don't know. She was terrifying. great in The Water Boy. She's yeah, so she'd be good. terrifying in the best way. Um, isn't she um, really? I old? am gonna. She is. Yeah. Uh, as we're walking, I'm gonna lean down to Chris and be like, "So you know how they, uh, you know how they blew up your room with a grenade and all that stuff?" Yeah, didn't appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. No. Uh, you know what else they didn't appreciate when I uh, blew one of their uh, train cars into the Astral Sea? You blew up a train. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you know well, what? Where'd uh, you do that? Well, you know what about two thousand pounds of gunpowder does when you light it on fire? Oh, that's got to be a show. Oh, it what? Yeah, I think uh, I think parts of it landed on the mountains that were several miles away. Oh, you know, you know, but <laughs> one of my favorite things that you got from your dear old dad is just your your love of a good show. Mm-hmm. 
It's wonderful. I, I want to blow I, up something with you sometime. That'll be fun. I take out the Duck of Doom. Yay. And I show it to her. I'm like, do you know how... Uh, so I learned a cool spell where you like, make these really big, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also might have leveled a house. I think I leveled an entire <laughs> mansion with one of these, but it was a horse. It's like, well, did they deserve it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, perfect. Turns out they've been killing kids. So, yeah. They're cold. Well, that's so. not okay. Yeah, I know, right? Have, so you, I have just... you, like, taken care of that problem? Or is that a problem I need to look into? Uh, no, that's we're, I mean, the... I think we got most of, parts of it. We got parts of it. We're still working on that. It's well, kind of an international. That skinwalker uh, did get away. Yeah, the skinwalker got away. I don't think away. the skinwalker was the problem, honestly. But... I mean, it is now, right? You know, uh, yeah. listen, as soon as, as soon as I'm like back on my feet, got all my stuff that I need, I'm going to look into that problem because that okay. is not okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's huh. such a PTA what, mom. What else do <laughs> yeah. I dare tell her about that she's going to make her problem? As she's um, like staring at this explosive duck. Yeah. Chris, uh, how well can you see without your glasses? Oh, just fine. The glasses are actually like magnifiers. Oh, well, that's interesting. Oh, the yeah. glasses are just to make me look more approachable. That too, yeah. <laughs> uh, I figure, you know, even though I'm a gnome, uh, I can be a little intimidating sometimes. Uh, and uh, in in like what she's wearing right now is like sleeveless like shirt and like like almost like uh, hobbit like capri pant style mm. things. Yeah, of course. Christine has guns, um, and she's like, I kind of I kind of go for the you know middle aged you know suburban mom look because if I actually dress the way I used to when I was, you know, young and, like, super hot, nobody would walk up to me. They'd be so scared. Mm. Well, I mean... I used to dress them. a little bit like Magda, but more colors. That's okay. Are they're no scared. Up to me either, because they're too scared, so... That's because you're uh, unpleasant. E <clears throat> well, that's not a <laughs> Fair. Nice thing to say. <laughs> I like it. No, it's true. It's fine. Yeah, well, still, it's not a nice thing to say, Nick. I mean, I did get one person who walked up to me uh, reluctantly. Oh, yeah. Magda's got a girlfriend, too. Oh, you got uh, a girlfriend? Uh, yeah. Who I got girlfriends while I was gone? No, do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, this that's not you, Gwyn. anyway. Uh, this is Gwyn. Call me out. <laughs> Jesus, she just outed me in front of everybody. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but she she hasn't met. No, she. No, she, I don't think she mm, has. She hasn't met Gwen. Mm, okay, no. um, so yeah, she she looks up at Gwen. She's like, "Oh boy, you're tall." Uh, yeah. uh, she comes you up know to how Gwen's some like people... knee. <laughs> yeah, you know how some people fall in love with their strippers. Oh my god. Because that's sort it of what happened. No, I felt I started dating the owner of an establishment that, that sells specializes snatch. In... <laughs> um, Gwen looks that specializes at Noah in clam jams, in social yeah. pleasantries. 
Oh. Quinn looks at Noah and is like, you know I'm not <laughs> actually a courtesan, right? I'm a bartender. I mean, you she know, ran, whatever. I don't know what, cafe. Yeah, what your shift was that night. Chased cat. Um, but uh, anyway, she leans down and like shakes Christine's hand, you know, which for her is like, she can shake like a finger. Uh, but uh, yeah, she she leans down. She says, "It's lovely to meet you. I'm glad that you're okay." And uh, Christine nods, and she's like, "And um, where's your little friend?" Yeah, about that. Um, <laughs> he uh, he went back to Frostold. Is everything okay? His uncle died oh. a well, that's few good. months ago. If you if you know where he lives, I can send him like a care package or something. Honestly, I'm sure that he would love that, and I do know where he he lives. He okay, also well, we'll, would uh, we'll deal with that in a bit. I I imagine while everyone is talking, Christmas and Sala are like keeping each other upright while trying to walk yeah. since the two of yep. them have had by far the worst day of yeah. everyone. Uh but Christmas will pipe up and be like he he also needs to know that Christine is safe. He came here to help and if it wasn't for the circumstances, he would have been here as well. Oh well. Well, we'll, uh, we'll we'll deal with that stuff. Uh well, I guess it's already tomorrow, but later today. Uh, so, some of y'all look like you had kind of a rough night, and yeah. others look a little emotionally compromised. And uh, she glances back at uh, at Tane, who's not f- he's not following you guys, but you're all kind of going in the same direction, so he just kind <laughs> of is hung back a ways. Uh, and she's like, and he can go suck a dick. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, where are you guys staying? Oh my god, I love that fucking phrase in that accent. It's so fucking... Go suck it, a sounds, dick. it sounds so cheerful. It sounds so friendly. It, it makes it almost more offensive. <laughs> uh, we are... Uh, we're staying at the guest houses on the Veneer Estate. Perfect. I mean, I got friends there. Uh, and she just kind of walks ahead of you guys, because now she knows where she is. Um, I mean, you, you may not have friends there. They may or may not have fled at some point when I told them that Tristan Kepler was on his way there. Yeah, too. That is actually a good question. She kind of, like, starts walking backwards as she's going, like, how did you guys manage to get me out of there without, you know killing that jerk right there. Did we say we didn't kill him? Honestly, it wasn't for lack of no, crime she means on my Tane. part. Because oh, <laughs> she knows Tane is with Tristan. He will explain all of that when we get back home. And we cast exposition. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, as you guys are heading back, we'll stop there for a break because uh, because it's about the right time. Oh my gosh, um, you got to announce that we were going on a break I know, without Ash anyone bringing it me. up first. Ash didn't ask me specifically. Uh, this close Ash to just cast exposition at I know, I was level. getting close to asking too. 
Yeah, uh, but we will, we'll be back in like 10 minutes-ish. Uh, everybody, food, drink, and other shit. My voice is dying. We'll see you soon, folks.
And we're back. Why do you cover your mouth when you're chewing? Because I'm self-conscious. Why? You have nice all teeth. The nuts. All the nuts. Yeah, it's all these nuts. Mm. Uh, anyway. Don't want to show everyone all these nuts in my mouth. You're right. Yeah, I right where they thank should you be. For, um, thank you for complimenting my teeth. I did spend $5,000 on them, so did. they look very nice now. <laughs> yeah. Um, very nice. Look bad very nice. So, so, you guys uh, get back to the Veneer State with Christine in tow. Uh, Tane does split off from you guys within the guild walk, so he's not going to follow you all the way there. Bye, Tane. Uh, but when you get back, uh, everything is as you left it, and uh, Christine walks in very clearly familiar with this place, because she's probably been here before. Um, and uh, she... She steps in, she immediately just like flops down in the largest armchair, which, you know, she looks like a tiny doll sitting in. Uh, and she just kind of chills there. And she's like, okay, this is better. I'm sorry, Taylor, can I get a map to help me better visualize this? Sure. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes Ash. Bye, Ash. <laughs> It's funny, though, because it's the same map. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just couldn't resist that. God. Sure, I got a map for you. Pull the mic closer. Speak to us directly. I'll even add Christine. Eat shit. <laughs> there you go. Did you say cheese it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. Oh, is there actually a map? Oh, yep. thank you. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same map. I just took off Tristan and added Christine. It's fine. So uh, I like how there's like a bathtub, a... but no toilet. <laughs> yeah, I assume that the bucket there place. is just for pooping. No, there's an outhouse <laughs> outside because there's no... Well, actually, no, there probably would be some kind of plumbing. You don't shit in the house. I was going to say, if there's a bucket, Foostrack's filling that thing in one go. Shut up. Oh my god. <laughs> too far. You and Hannah. Just yeah. too far. Stop it. Yeah. Anyway. My god. So, you all uh, gathered back up in the, uh, the guest house to chill. We will. Should we? Let's expedite this, shall we? Let's, yeah, um, that's what I'm hoping for. Let's tell Christine everything and then go to bed. Well, uh, Christmas also wants to say something. Yeah, oh, yeah, but Christmas, please. That. Yeah, 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 so yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We tell Christine everything. And uh, oh. even though somehow she wasn't overwhelmed by everything that's already occurred. Uh, no, she never is. Yeah. No. It's Christine fucking Barago. Yeah. She shops at Target on Tuesdays. She knows what's yeah. going on. Uh, hey, gang. Uh, my name is Christmas Fortune Mayor, and I'm an alcoholic. Mm. Uh, we know. Bye, Chris. Uh, <laughs> having this conversation right now? No, that was. A I joke. mean, I gave you a cake about your alcoholism. That was you that, probably... that. That part was a joke. That was anyway. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, no, this is that. Didn't say that. In, never mind. Didn't say that in character. Uh, continuing now. Uh, hey, gang. We uh, we we talked 
a little bit earlier today about our next steps after we take care of Christine here. And um, I know I had pushed pretty hard for taking care of the Almatum, reaching out to Kit, uh, but seeing Christine again here and, and getting her back kind of reminded me that you know the the Almatum that's Kit's mess. And, you know, as much as I want to help him clean it up, uh, the whole reason that we're here saving Christine is because of a mistake that I made. And I think that in the spirit of cleaning up our own messes, I think the next steps that we should take are uh, finding Lorcan. Great. <clears throat> um, uh, oh God, my brain. Uh, Christine, uh, she sort of sits up in her seat and she said, I didn't realize you lost him too. Yeah, when we, when we were, when we tried to, to, help with uh, Hector uh, I kept some secrets from people and because of that I didn't I didn't think of everything I thought I could you know handle everything by myself but yeah you and yeah, you guys got hurt and captured and, and Lorcan did too and Gwen did too so far we've we got Gwen back, we got you back. I don't I wouldn't feel right if we did anything other than try to get Lorcan back. Um assuming that you guys have explained things to her, um she says, Well, uh Boy, I wish I knew how to help with that considering his uh situation. Uh we got a couple you guys, of these. Uh, you guys have uh, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of things that are uh, sort of beyond my can at this point. Uh, but I'm thinking maybe Chips and I should see if we can help somewhere with all this. Honestly... You all have been through so much that I'm personally fine with you two just getting lost for a little while and laying low. I don't think that's the Christine Barago style. No. Uh, listen, honey, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm kind of a get shit done kind of lady. I, I, don't, uh, I don't sit on the sidelines very easily. <clears throat> All right. I mean, I can't force you to do anything. Well, it's not just you guys, you know. I mean, I've got all kinds of friends that sound like they're stuck in all this and everything going on with the collective. And now hearing, you know, something's going on with Kit that I don't understand. And, like, 
there's a there's there's a lot of stuff to be done and uh honestly just because i've been uh i i haven't been you know tortured all this time i haven't been like locked away in an underground i, I yeah, well i was locked away in an underground cell but it wasn't that bad uh <laughs> tristan mr kepler whatever the fuck you like to call him uh he didn't really do anything with me so uh i'm i'm ready to go I um I do have a slap problem. I think we all do right now, honey. <clears throat> but what's your specific problem? My wife is on her way here. Hi. Are okay. I um I wouldn't mind waiting for her to arrive. How long is that going to take? Um, Taylor, you have told me, but I cannot remember. Oh, God. I was afraid you were going to ask It's me. a while. Several <laughs> months. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. like 20 There's days something. or something like Hold that. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that it's like two weeks or two months. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> That's too vastly different time frame <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just we can't guarantee that we would pop out and pop back in enough time no Poor or that we would even have the capability to around the, around oh the we have a way into uh, the Feywild Wayfin sent you that letter on Turin 23rd she should arrive in yep. Constantos by DS 20th via airship yikes yeah, yeah so days. she's yeah she is four weeks out basically yes well, we don't necessarily need to go anywhere. So, all right. One of our leads that we have to get Lorcan back is contacting Callum. Ross was working on that, but he... I was supposed uh, to hear back from Ross days ago, and I haven't. You tried reaching out to him again? Uh, I've been a little busy in holding on to my magic for other shit, so no, I haven't. Yeah, that's fair. Well. There's also the matter of... There's a couple of people that can help us with the Lorcan thing. There's Callum. Ross can help, but that's mostly that's that's related to the Callum thing. So really, the the target there is Callum. But there's also the other horsemen. We need to find a way to reach out to him. He was able to get Lorcan free before, from what we understand. That was that was not a horseman. Earth? That was yeah, that was a horseman. Bars a horseman. He's one of the Reapers. Yeah, he's a horseman. You know this. There are two sets of horsemen. Yeah, the thought, Reaper horsemen, and then the horsemen of the apocalypse. They're the the horse. They're the 
Erskarian horsemen, and they're the horsemen of the dissolution. Cool, that's not confusing or anything. I, it's literally in a file. It's in it's the actually drive. not confusing, Ash. It's not. <laughs> okay, cool. The the horsemen of the dissolution are like the 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 horsemen of the apocalypse, and then the Erskarian horsemen are their opposites. I knew that they were their opposites. I didn't think they were called horsemen. I thought yes, they they're were the eight the horsemen. Okay. I've literally so, explained this to you many times. We could try reaching out to one of them as well. Yes. I'm trying to remember exactly which one it was. It was Karth. I do. Karth, yeah, it's Karth. I yeah, wrote him down. Karth. Yep. I do think we Okay, maybe we should do a little vote here to see, do we want to try and wait? I mean, honestly, we're not, if we're going to work on Lokensing next, we have time to figure that out. We can plan a little bit. So maybe we can wait that time. To wait for way of in the show. It's um, a long as as time, though. Nothing, as long as nothing earth-shattering <clears throat> happens in the meantime. I can almost guarantee something earth-shattering will happen in the meantime. Well, yeah, with, with this group, Fustrock's with, with this dad group, is literally still here. Time is not our weapon; it's Sav's. Yeah, we have things that we can follow up on. Those things being Callum and Karth, but we need to yes, use I'm those not... things to help get Lorcan back. And to get Lorcan back, we can't do it here. We have to get to the Feywild. And uh, honestly, I don't think that we should go to Callum. Because Sav wants him. So he has a right to know that, don't you think? I mean, given your history, not entirely. But... Look, he's an asshole, but... <clears throat> an asshole who deserves to die? I don't think so. I didn't say that. I, I, I think you think we're arguing with you right now. We're not. We're just pointing out, here's the direction that we should... I understand. I'm not saying that we just sit here for 20 days like with our thumbs stuck up our asses, okay? I'm just saying we have a little bit of breathing room that we can work on here. I mean, there's nothing to say that we can't go to one of them and come back at the end of the 20 days. Yeah. That too. Unless we don't we, have to uh, stay uh, here the entire can... time. Unless we know just... somebody that can pop aboard, pop aboard a moving vessel and just bring a rat on over, but I don't think we know anyone like that. At least not in present company. Wait, I mean, who are you Walter, talking about? But... Yeah, I was about to say, I look at... I didn't Walter. follow that at all. And, and, unless we know someone that Oh, you're talking about, you're teleport talking about Whale Finn. Oh, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. yeah, unless we know Wait. someone that can teleport her here from a moving vessel, but we don't know anyone here like that. Did did you call her Whale Finn or Whale Finn? I said Whale Finn. 
Oh, okay. I thought you said whale fin, and I was like, you know, I hadn't made that connection, but that's all I'm going to call her She's a new now. favorite of whale mom. Yep, whale fin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, the there's a lot of places we we've bought ourselves time. We've bought ourselves very little time. Constanos is a place where we can do some research on our own. Uh try to learn maybe what what Callum did but I'm all I'm saying is our leads on this are Callum and Karth if we want to get Lorcan we have to involve them in some way and we have to go to the Feywild if we want to get Lorcan also I think that we want to tie everything back to Sav and I think that we keep thinking we know everything and should be able to piece everything together with what's in front of us, but I, I think that there are critical pieces of information we need, and I think a lot of those are in the Feywild. We'd be killing a whole bunch of birds with very few stones. Question, Taylor. Hmm? The Vodro Scrolls use the um the sending spell correct yes i mean we could just send karth a letter uh i mean technically few of you have seen his hand i don't know yeah. if that's good enough but i don't think that's good enough i mean if I, we can um, get like a description of him i can just send him a letter but we also have met Fearin. That's Couldn't true. Couldn't we uh, message Fearin and ask for town. a favor? I mean, Fearin was in town. I saw them tonight. Oh? At the at the party. I he was, didn't he was, know they were that tight. Uh, I think he was hungry. Honestly, he—he he was a goose. I'm sorry, was, what? Yeah, you know, like the story. He was—he was a little goose, and he like had a little bow tie on. It was very cute, and he was just like walking around eating shit and like narrowing his eyes at people and then waddling away. And did, uh, honestly, did... I don't really know what he was doing. Did you get hit in the head while we were doing this? No. Uh, Did they have drugs truck. at that you party? You saw the goose. Uh, Gwen speaks up. She says, uh, there was a goose and she was talking to it. That mm -hmm. doesn't make me feel better. You know, I did nearly trip <laughs> over a goose. So I believe you that a goose was on, there. Right? Uh, and there's been, I mean, stranger things have occurred. So... Mm -hmm. I ain't, gonna act like, I ain't gonna act like this is the craziest thing you've ever said. Please confirm that he was wearing a bow tie, because now I'm starting to be a little gaslit here. Uh, I don't think that he had a bow tie, actually. I just saw oh. a goose. I didn't see a bow tie. I did hear the sound of little slapping feet on the floor. That's that a was 23 deception helped. check. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that I am going to pass. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, um, you need some sleep. I think we all need some sleep. 
and then, you know, maybe some things will be a little clearer in the morning. Yeah. Um, Noah, um, you and I should be on uh, message duty in the morning, because it sounds like we need to meet some people and get some information from some people, and you and I are pretty good at that. Huh? Yeah, as soon as my scroll comes back from Kenna, yeah. What? What? I was literally just typing what Kenna's return message was. Oh, did it oh. just show up? Uh, yep. Okay, poof. I, I'm like, oh, never mind. You know, it's here. Let me <laughs> let me read it real quick. <laughs> what time? Uh, yeah, and it takes forever for this to load. I hate Messenger. Yeah. <sighs> Someday. There we go. He knew Kit did something. Okay, I'm just going to read it out loud for you guys. Okay. Uh, Kenna has returned the letter. I spelled her name right. I just want everybody to know that for the first time in the past six years, I spelled her fucking name right. <laughs> um, it says, uh, I, uh, uh, excuse me, Ma. Uh, it says, I fucking knew Kit did something, uh, but I couldn't have imagined... I couldn't have imagined he's behind the Almatum. I need one of those ripcords as proof, and I need to figure out whether he needs help or he needs to be removed. Uh, I'll come sure. your way as soon as I can. As for Kepler, I have no idea what that's about. I'd imagine it was his brother. It was his brother or someone his brother pissed off. What? She imagined his brother killed himself? I don't know. She's saying, as for Nathan, I have no idea what that's about. I imagine it was his brother that killed him oh, or someone okay. that Tristan pissed off. Okay. All right. All right. Well, she can't help us with the Tristan issue, but she knows something about the Almatum, and we do have the one that proves the proves that Kit did it. Yep. What are you doing? So at least, at right. least we can help us a drinking. little bit. Okay, you just had that overturned for a long time. It was only, it was only filled to hear. <laughs> that would look really bad if I was like, it's only filled to hear. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so we'll, uh, Kenna will be here soon, and we'll talk to her and piss her off as usual, and then, you know, maybe she'll get real mad and turn into a mouse again. Who knows? I mean, is she ever not mad? I don't know, but you know, we fought that dinosaur and she was goddamn useless. She was not. <clears throat> she dealt tons of damage. For somebody who's been alive for like thousands of years, she was just absolutely worthless. She should she's have been able to just like snap her fingers. Powerful. Noah, who, yeah, who are you arguing a... with right now? No, I'm yeah. not. I'm <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying, like, you know, for someone who's, you know, supposed to be a god or whatever, like, she was pretty useless. She just turned into a spider and scared me. Listen, she is a level 20 plus character. She is not a god. Mm. She also made a very pathetic mouse. Just saying. Tristan's a level 20 character and he couldn't one-shot anybody. Mm. According to all of us, he's a level 20 monster. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> um... <sighs> Are we, it's, I mean, we can put it to a vote if we want to, but for Christine's sake, so she knows, you know, her options, are we agreed that Lorcan is our next point of interest? So, yeah. Christine, in terms of other fires that need to be put out, I think 
Fort Saurus has some issues with, you know, a skinwalker and a cult. And, you know, obviously there's Frosthold and the, the Isles and the, the Almatum. You might be able to work with Kenna on that. We'll, we'll know more when yeah. Kenna drops by. Yeah, I think I'll talk to her about that because uh, that's a little more up uh, Chips's alley anyway. Uh, plus, Chips. it'll give us a good excuse to spend a bunch of time with Aubrey and Devria. They were so nice. I miss them. They weren't the ones that were killed. Okay. It was Helena Bottom Carter that was killed. It yes. was Helena Brom. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> the, only person who's, the only person allowed to kill Helena Bottom Carter is Julie Walters, and that's it. Fair. Even I'm not allowed. If you, if you do see uh, Aubrey and Devria, just, you know, say hi for us well yeah of course but you guys gotta come down and drop by once uh, you finish off your stuff and uh, we'll see if we can deal with this whole all modem thing at some point hopefully uh, but at least with us down there we can keep you guys kind of updated and uh Chris yeah yeah Je- Jasper went to the blue shore <laughs> south of uh south of Tourisaz. I'm pretty sure I know where that is. Uh, you guys have uh, a handler out there, don't you, uh, Lieutenant? Um, yeah, that guy. I'll I'll send it his way, and he can make sure it gets to where it needs to go. I asked uh, Jasper to stop in with Tom before he headed down. How long ago did Jasper leave? Two, Two days. days. Yeah. Okay, so he's already on a ship, probably. Probably. Uh, yeah, we'll see if we can time it out to meet up with him at some point, but uh, that'll depend on how uh, how much Devria is willing to, or Aubrey is willing to teleport us around, or we can ask Al. That's also possible. Anyway, I don't know about you all, but uh, I'm 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 tired. Yeah, I got buckshot in my face. Uh, yeah, I, I saw definitely that. need a nap. Yeah. <laughs> It's definitely buckshot, too. It is not birdshot. I I just, I definitely just picture, like, this half of his face is just full of, like, scrapes and, like, all the hair is missing. Uh, Do we, I mean, there's a lot of us. Did we fill up the the guest rooms in this house? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Christine, you you go ahead and take... uh, you go ahead and take my room. I'm gonna. I'll just stay out on the couch here. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. And I am literally. I'm just gonna like grab the just like classic cowboy. Just take the hat, lay down, and just tip the brim down. Yeah, yeah. Indiana Jones style. Over, I'm gonna look over at Sala, and I'm just gonna be like, and then look away. What? <laughs> Nothing. There's more than one couch out here. Actually, this is a pretty big couch. Is this a sectional? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they got the they got the this real nice Davenport down at the big lots. (laughs) Yeah. 
Christmas just sleeps in an L shape. <laughs> just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right angle. Um, but yeah. Uh, Sala just kind of plops herself down at the end of the same couch that Christmas is on. Uh, but uh, you all, you all, uh, uh, notwithstanding any other conversations you may want to have, uh, I assume everybody sort of splits off to find places to sleep. A uh, yep. couple people sharing rooms and whatnot. Um, but yeah. Anything else you guys want to do before I end the night? Long rest. Yeah, everybody long rest. Yay! Full hit points. And now my arm is perfectly fine. Perfectly. Mm. Yeah. Solos, too. Yeah. Practically perfect. That's how healing works in in Dungeons and Dragons. Fucking way. You're hurt, um, and then you get eight hours of sleep, nap. and then it's like you're yeah. born anew. Yes. Mm-hmm. You just gotta take a little nappy nap. A little nappy nap. But uh, the uh, the night passes surprisingly peacefully, or what's left of the night. Um, you guys all end up waking up probably like late morning, but not quite noon. Uh, and you are awoken by the sound of, well, oh, no. Christmas and Sala are woken, who I assume at some point in the night just ended up curled up together on the couch. Uh, you are awoken by a very loud, like, not even a knock, but just slamming on the door. Come in. I'm, I'm not answering this one. Uh, the door flings open, and Kenemek Ambero herself storms oh. in. Uh, and just immediately was like, Noah! You, um, Morning, Kenna. Go Would you like some pancakes? Back of the room. Just head back. Second door on the left. <clears throat> and she starts heading her way down the, uh, down the hall. She okay, kicks in your right. door. Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> I am there. She catches me in the middle of playing with my potion set. Of course. Uh, Is that what they're yeah. calling it nowadays? Yeah, just she, making she, acid for breakfast. She uh, she kicks open the door and she's, she's like, like, "Oh god!" Okay. <laughs> and she's like, "Where's that ripcord?" Uh, okay. Whoa, settle. I've got shit to do. Yeah, when don't you? You think we don't have things to do? You are insufferable. <laughs> I think that's the first time anybody's ever said that to her. Um. And she she looks at you and she's like, "Where is the fucking ripcord?" I have it. We need to talk. You don't just get to take that shit and run off. All right. What do you want to talk about? Okay. Everybody, gather up in the kitchen. Or we're making pancakes for breakfast. Apparently. Oh my god. Fucking. I know you live forever. I'm sure you still eat. Yeah. So okay, so there's not t- fucking god fuck fuck. No, nope, she just there's time. She she walks out of your room. Yep, incorrigible, incorrigatable. Yes, um, I trot out and start making breakfast. Yeah, uh, Gwen. They're probably, very sweet pancakes. Gwen would probably Good. come to help you. Um, 
But slowly, slowly and surely, everybody gathers up. Uh, I uh, will ritual cast uh, telepathic bond. There are eight of us, so it'll get all eight. Okay. And I'll make tea for anyone that wants it. Yeah, you all gather up in the uh, wherever the kitchen slash dining room area is. I don't care. Um, this map that I have is not an exact replica of the veneer guest house, so just theater of the mind. Um, mm. But you gather up, and uh, it, it looks like Walter hasn't slept super well. Uh, neither has Solo. Um but everybody takes a seat and gets settled with coffee or tea or whatever the fuck as breakfast is served. Uh, and when I say pancakes, I do mean cakes made in a pan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my sweet. God. I'm sorry. I have to share this. Yeah. I saw somebody post a video of a life hack that was like, oh, you take your pancake batter and you put it in a sheet pan and then you bake it in the oven. I was like, that's called a fucking cake, you idiot. Yeah. Like, let's <laughs> it's a what? pancake if you make it in a pan. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember oh my God. there was, uh, I don't know if any of you guys remember this, but there was an Amelia Bedelia book where oh, yeah. she takes everything super seriously. So when they said pancake, she literally made cake batter in a pan and threw it in the oven. Uh <laughs> What Stupid. the fuck is an Amelia Bedelia? <gasps> Amelia, Bedelia Amelia Bedelia is the name of a I liked that. maid slash whatever the fuck a female butler is called uh, who takes everything literally. Um, so when the people she works for are like, oh, we feel like pancakes for breakfast. She's like, oh, pan cakes let me put actual cake batter in a pan and bake it in the oven that way and they're always like amelia <laughs> it would have been the perfect like kids like uh oh, yeah. so uh comedy Sick sitcom comedy, thing yeah but it was a book hmm. mm -hmm. okay yep um so i'm assuming as we have our pancakes we like talk about everything what are you telling kenna uh well uh, I'm gonna show her the. I'm gonna hand her the Astral Sea ripcord. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna be like, okay, so I identified this, and uh, it goes to the realm gate in the Astral Sea, and there's an image of Kit in it. Like, if you identify it, you can see Kit standing in front of the gate. Okay. Yeah. Um,. So I, he's helping make these at the very least. Um, also, the guy that yeah, no, you knew it was in the abyssal plane. You were there, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, I also found the scroll, and I take out the third level scroll. I'm like, so this is Kit's handwriting. Yeah, and... she opens it up, and she's like, "Fuck." Yeah. So apparently, he sold this to mm -hmm. the guy. Um. And this is his spell to make the Almodum stronger, but it looks like it was an accident. I don't think he meant to make it the way he was, but uh, Christmas, you have the ledger, right? That shows that he's been talking to Kit? Yeah. And kind of takes that and starts flipping through it. Um, it kind of looks like he's just desperately trying to fix the problem he created. Oh, uh, we also found some other things. Um, I take out the black gold lockpick. 
And I take out and I show her the whalebone ring that I have on my hand. I'm like, we found these too, but I don't know what they're for. They're just kind of weird. Uh, take that off right now. Uh, oh, I've been waiting for this. I'm going to try to take it off. Forgot about this. If you say high or low, I swear to God. <laughs> Over or under? Uh, <laughs> I thought it was a wisdom check to take it off. Uh, it was. Oh, is it not anymore? You failed it last time. Oh, that's true. I did. I failed it real hard. Yeah, that was when you put it on. Um, hold on. I think I have this thing about the whalebone rings. That's hold on. No, it just degloves his finger trying to take off this ring. No, it doesn't. Oh my gosh, um, it is not that gruesome. It is chaotic magic, however. I'm I'm not gonna say high or low, but roll me a d100. Ooh, a d100, my favorite. I don't like this. 69. <laughs> 95. Nice. Damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, you go to pull it off your finger and it's not moving. Like, you can spin oh. it around your finger, but when you try to pull it off, it doesn't move. I'm just like, oh, no, that's, that's, huh, weird. Fingers must have swollen or something. Kenna immediately is like, oh my god. Uh-uh. I would. Deep. What? Oh, God. None of you people read. Read what? At least one person understands the gravity of this fucking you, situation. Do you know how many books I've read on, like, plants and making things and stuff? I am extremely intelligent. Yeah, also, I... I my wisdom is negative one, but I, can, I am so smart. I can also almost guarantee that I've probably read more than you have, Magda. And in Noah's defense, that is a pretty neat looking ring. I totally would yeah. have thrown it on too. Oh, and you know, it was the weirdest thing when I put it on. It was like it was meant for my finger. It just fit perfectly. I guess. Almost like you'd worn it in another life or something. <laughs> Weirdly enough, I don't know. When I put it on, I like suddenly got the. You know, I was like, oh, I should be an asshole to people. Like. <laughs> but hold on, didn't I thought Kit, he was Kit and Sylphie had different rings? Dex. Yeah, no, I was talking about Sylphie. Okay. I thought, I thought he was talking about Jax, because Jax had... Jax was, oh, Jax was so nice. He was such a sweet boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't deserve that hunger of Hadar. He did not. He, he really did deserve better. <laughs> I feel so bad <laughs> Spoilers. <writing> this book. <laughs> oh my god. It's okay, nobody watches this anyway. Uh, oh my god. Well, technically like 20-some people watch this. Uh, it's fine. At least on YouTube. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, Kenna looks over at, uh, I almost called you Kit, uh, looks over at Noah and says, do you know what a whalebone ring is? Well, um, using context clues, I would say that it's a ring made of whale bones. So no. (laughs) I mean, what? Is it something else? Is it not made of whale bones? Is it like one of those misnomers that's like... Shut the fuck up. It's made of wood, but they call it whale bones. Shut up! Oh my (laughs) god! No. I can't tell if this is Taylor. Yeah, it's Rose. Kenna. 
<laughs> Kenna is me. I know. Um, she was my first D&D character. We've been soul bound ever since. Um, she says, uh, she says those rings, there are 10 of them. They are worn by the favorites of Taldunast. Oh. And I don't know if this means you're a new favorite, but when people put those rings on, they can't get them off. Hmm. Okay. Does it do anything or is it just like stuck there? You're going to find out if it does something the next time you're near oh. the ocean. Cool. <laughs> oh my god, she's going to kill you. Nah. I, but everybody the loves least me. angsty person. Right? I'll just walk up and be like, oh, look rings. at that fish, eh? Oh, that's a big one. <laughs> oh, this oh, is pretty oh. cool. Yeah. Oh, it's got a look lot at, of teeth. <laughs> oh, look at that big old water lady. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, she my says, God. Did you know the fish down here glow? Uh, she says, those, uh, those particular items... No one should have them because they're supposed to be inside of a tomb. Well, like I said, uh, desperate kits call for desperate measures. I don't, I don't, Kit wouldn't, he wouldn't dig up a vault and- I point to the ledger. I pull out the spell scroll. Which one, the fourth level spell? The plant growth one. Oh, I showed it to her. I I have it. I took it out of your bag without okay. you seeing. Okay. I have a sleight of hand of plus 13. Oh, it, it just happened. Sure, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been pickpocketing all of you for days. Do you? Did you um, also show the, the lock pick? Yeah. Or no? Okay. Yeah. Um, she leans forward on the table and she says, I, I knew he was doing something. He's been too, he's been too flighty lately, but I, I still can't believe that this is what he's been doing, that this is what he did. Uh, Yeah. question so kit has been giving these artifacts to people uh who could possibly help him with this stuff um related to the original obsidian collective just a shot in the dark um could he possibly have anything to do with Overwatch being missing? Fuck. Ooh. Oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> I mean, we have some missing items that only the Obsidian Collective had access to. I mean, I don't well, know. We're pretty sure that that's been the Cult of the Eternal, but Maybe if he did, he didn't sell it to this guy because it's not in the ledger. 
What if he, what if the cult had something that he wanted? Or needed. But there, what could he have needed from them? The core? <clears throat> you think they have the core? I still think someone has it. I'm, don't, there's just a gut feeling that somebody's got it. And if he's been to the Astral Sea, he could have retrieved it for them. I mean, yeah, actually. I don't think that he would give a cult that kind of power. It doesn't really have any power. Yeah, the stuff that he was given Lord Don is kind of not super powerful. Oh yeah, that that lockpick doesn't work anymore. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, okay. I mean, the other things that he gave away, potentially gave away, uh, they're not necessarily that powerful, except for Ace of Spades. Overwatch is just the gun. You know, the Ace of Spades has been missing you. for longer, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And also... Like, the stuff that he was, you know, selling to Lord Don is not, it's not incredibly powerful. It's, some, a lot of it is, you know, very useful, but most of its it's value is historically. It's memorabilia. You know. Yeah. Did, did something happen about ten years ago? Something important? To Kit, specifically? Or in this world, anything that we don't know about that the collective knows about, because there's a lot of things that are lining up about roughly ten years ago. Uh, did not hear. <laughs> yeah, that that cut out for me too. I said, let me grab my timeline and see what Kenna knows. Okay. She knows everything. Almost. She is the uh... world. Ken is actually just at Lauren fucking with everybody. <laughs> oh god. Uh, what a twist. Especially because they were both in the same place at the same time at the end of right. the one. Yeah. That would have been hilarious. But I mean, that would be really funny if it was like at Lauren's unpeaceful side that she was like, oh, I never get to air out like my angst. Like, so I'm just gonna be Ken McCambro. <laughs> oh my god. Uh... Oh, I can tried I, myself. Oh, uh, no. can, there we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, can I would be able to tell you that? Um, a little less than ten years ago, she knows that... Uh, she knows a few things that happened with the Collective that are kind of common knowledge. Like, eight years ago, Leon took over Veneer Arms. Um... She knows that uh, after some of her own research and also corresponding with you guys, um, she knows about like what Walter was doing 10 years ago. And uh, like he had contact with Roan and Keladir 10 years ago. Um, Walter started working for Veneer Arms 10 years ago. Uh, most of what she knows, she tells you right away is like kind of common knowledge, but um, then she says, I know 
I know that some... We had a lot of stuff moving around within the last decade and a little bit beyond as well. But... The most major thing I can think of that we didn't really share with the public was uh, 10 years back, we started getting a little more involved with some of the issues between the Guild of the Gate and the Feywild. Mm. Um, There's the connection. I mean... You wouldn't be happen, happen to be working with... Uh... The Sealy Court, or maybe the Fomorians? Not not really working with the Sealy Court, and definitely not the Fomorians. We're dealing with the Fomorians. Um, we... Less so today, but basically, the Fomorians were starting to attack people in, like, settlements outside the major cities in the uh, Feywild, and they've always been trying to figure out how to use the realm gate because mm -hmm. there's only a limited number of people who know how and it's constantly guard guarded and all that but a little more than 10 years back i mean i'd say like in the late 480s uh they started getting really really uh really bold they started attacking uh, areas around this little town called Barrow. And uh, you see Walter nod, and she looks over at him and she says, I know you know. Um, 489 was when Walter's uh, group was destroyed. Uh, from my research, I also know that the Jade Street Crows started really gathering members and gaining steam around the same time uh, which wasn't really our problem but it's worth mentioning uh, as for Kit himself I don't know it's felt like the past yeah about the past decade he's been a little weird but I don't remember anything specific happening to him when you say weird, what do you mean? Less open, more solitary. I mean, it used to be that Burke, Ren, Nix, and Kit and I were kind of a package deal. Whenever one of us went somewhere, the rest would follow. And like the past 10, 15 years, Kit's kind of been striking out on his own. He doesn't talk to us as much. Even Ren, who he used to tell everything to, it feels like Ren doesn't even know him anymore. Do you know if he had contact with someone outside of the Demiware? Outside the Demiware? Uh... Someone who could have been Sav? <clears throat> I mean, as far as I know, the only places he's really been traversing have been the Feywild and the Prime Material. Uh, I mean, he's had contact with some of the Titans, for sure, but beyond the Demiware, I, I don't know. 
I point to the the ripcord and like, well, we know he's been in the Astral Sea. Yeah. And he would have only been able to get there if somebody in the Guild of the Gate taught him how to get there. When did the Ulmatum start getting out of control? It's a good question. I don't remember. Uh, Less than five years ago. Did I really not write down when the Ulmatum became a thing? It There's a timeline somewhere that definitely has it. Sometime in the last 10 years, I don't remember. Um, yeah. I mean, can you tell us what his goal was with that? Like, what was he... I am assuming he was trying to do some good, but... His goal was the Almatum? Oh, with the spell. I didn't even know he was working on that. I know, alright, I know that he was, I know that, like, maybe 12, 15 years ago, he was looking around Frosthold for, I don't know, ways to deal with the pollution and whatnot, but I never knew that he was involved with the Almatum until it became a problem and he basically said, this is now my project. Mm. Hmm. Um, kind of going back to the collectives, um, Well, going ons in the in the Feywild. What sort of relationship does the collective have with the Court of Reckoning? Court of Reckoning. Uh, I don't know. You don't know what the relationship is, or you don't know what the Court of Reckoning is. I think I've heard of it, but I don't know really what it is. Okay. I was mostly just asking because there's stories about such things and, well, just wanted to know if such thing exists. Uh, do you know if the Sealy Court or the Fomorians would have enough power to punch a hole in the Demi-Weir? The Fomorians are who? Or the, the Sealy Court. I mean, as far as I know, the only things that can punch a hole would be all nine of the Hydaelyn staves or all of the gods put together. Are we sure about that? I mean, it hasn't happened yet. We... Did we tell Kenna that we thought Kit was the mole without knowing it? I, think I thought we, we may told have her. Suggested it. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. I... Did we tell her that the mole might not know they're the mole? Or doesn't yes. know they're the mole? She, okay. She's yeah. aware of that. Okay. okay. Um, Taylor, I can't find it in the notes here. What's the name of the Feywild entity that you name-dropped in possible connection with Christmas's memory loss? Morrigan. Morrigan. That's right. Yeah. And I wrote that connection. down because I was like, uh, the Morrigan? And also <laughs> in connection with the Court of Reckoning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am going to look at kind of be like, uh, so, you know, uh, if you wanted to get some more information about maybe the Feywild and like what's going on over there, um, do you want to talk try. to Tristan Kepler? Uh, if I can kill him, yeah, sure. Oh, what, without killing him? That's less of a thing. Um, because he's going to be back today. I think that might be a rather explosive conversation. I mean. Because he did kill a friend of mine. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, well, I just thought I'd offer. Um, do you know a guy named Drogan? I've heard that name. Apparently Tristan Yeah, apparently Tristan works with him to maybe brainwash people into working for him. Ah, I found it. Aubrey explained to you guys that the Almatum wasn't a problem until the past decade or so. Okay. Ah. Haha. Um yeah. I'm sorry, what did you say? Uh I said that Drogan was working with Tristan to possibly brainwash people and joining the crows. Yeah, that's not a big surprise. The Fomorians are pretty good at that. Okay. I wasn't sure if maybe that was important or something. Well, I mean, um, if he's got a specific person doing it, then I would kill that specific person. But if you guys are trying to be friendly with Tristan Kepler, then I can't help you. Well, I don't know about friendly, but... Not killing him on site is friendly enough. Well, uh, it's not so easy for people like us. I know. Do do you know a guy named Karth? As in the Reaper? Yeah. That's literally who Magda got this information from, Noah. I no, know. I know, but I'm wondering if uh if you know them personally. I'm aware of him? Oh, have you ever seen him in person? Not that I know of. How would one okay. go about getting in touch with someone like Karth? Yeah. The Reaper? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Kill somebody and wait there yelling for cars? I don't know. Hmm. That's That seems inefficient. Yeah, he probably wouldn't answer. Uh, I mean, the only person I can think of that would have that kind of pull would either be Ronan and Keladir or... Firin, I guess. I mean, Roan, Keladir, and Firin are all in town. 
Yep. Yeah, Ronan Kelly did. Uh, I'm hesitant about that too. Why? Uh, well, <clears throat> last night at the little party, uh, not only did Fustruck's parents show or father show up. I am screaming um, at Magda telepathically right now to shut the fuck up. I will <laughs> go back to Christmas and be like, everybody fucking knows already anyway. She's trying to help us. It's not your decision to tell her. It's mine. Cool. All right. Never she mind. stares at you guys. It's like, okay. Do you know what Ron and Keladir are currently doing in Constanos? I know they were here for the AMC thing, and they had some guests, yeah. Okay. You know anything about the guests that they're keeping with them? Bunch of rich people. Is that normal for them? Uh, they're kind of private, but as far as I understand, it's people that they're trying to get to help the AMC. Okay. Rhone doesn't really do well, Keladir either. Neither of them really do like public appearances, but as I understand it, they're trying to help out uh, Rhone's boyfriend. Who would that be? Indira Sokolov. The AMC head. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Doesn't come up in a long time. Uh, it literally is... came up last session. Alright. Not that specific part of it, but anyway. When does <clears throat> when is Keladir's next resurrection? I don't know. I don't keep track of that shit. I just assume it's every new year, but I don't know. Oh. That's uh oh. Do you think I like look at Christmas so it's just me and Christmas talking to each other? Uh, do you think they just paid Keladir to try to bring you back to life? Uh say it back to him telepathically. The thought did cross my mind. Uh I was gonna reach out to someone this morning about that who I think I can trust. Would you know about that? Like, if someone tries to resurrect someone who's still alive, do you get, like, a, like... No, you don't have a no buzz. idea. Like, oh, like, a t like a chest tickle or <laughs> something? Like, ah! <laughs> also, does Keladir no. need, like, a body for something like that? Not for a true resurrection. Okay. No, you don't need anything. What if they brought back your brother? What brother? Yeah, mm -hmm. I was about to say... Thanksgiving <laughs> fortune mayor. <laughs> Thanks. Oh God, that doesn't even Hanukkah. make sense because that's not the real name. Hanukkah Fortune Bear. Oh my Easter God. Bunny Fortune Bear. That's a made-up name. It wouldn't. Mayor. Oh my God. The leap in the. It's not a leap in I'm logic. Sorry. The abandonment your, of logic there killed me. Your brother Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, if it's Reginald Bandoncrash, it would probably Bandon it would probably be like it would probably be like Crash Edmund. Bandicoot. 
probably be like Edmund or like uh, fucking. Uh, oh god, I can't even remember now. Or Garfunkel Band and Cret. On a different note, Garfunkel. Hey, Kenna, you kind of followed us a little ways last night and then sort of just disappeared and the only yep. sort of explanation we got was it was in an emergency. It was. You want to tell us a little bit more about that? Not really. You want to uh, tell us anyway? Alright. Um, I left because uh I mm, all right. Um I guess you guys will find out eventually. Uh Kit uh called me away, actually. Mm. Oh, is the moose dead? What? Is the moose die? Is it dead? Is Moose Die dead? Is Moose Die dead? Are you talking about the Vern Jarda? Yes. Okay. Uh, She says, not quite yet. Close. Mm. Uh, No, he he got into a little bit of a a problem with some of the Glacier Watch rebels. And he needed somebody to come spring him. Oh, so you did the mouse thing again and, like, broke in? Kinda, yeah. Ah, okay. He, uh... He may be an incredibly powerful, at this point, verging on ancient druid, but, um... You know, when you're up against scores and scores of people who know how to, you know, cast an anti-magic field, uh, it's a little difficult, so... He got caught, and I went and got him out, and now he owes me, and I'm going to use that favor to squeeze every little bit of information I can out of him. Probably wise. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, he's uh, apparently off to the Feywild to deal with another problem. So. Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. And Which... I think it may have something to do with your friend Ross. Yeah, you want to fill us in on that? Also, how you know that I'm friends with Ross? I mean, I know he's a crow, and I know you're a former crow. I just assume. I don't even know why I ask those questions anymore. Do uh, you, yeah. you know that he's part of the Court of Reckoning, right? That's okay. Oh. We'll we'll figure that out. Well, uh, hold on. If he's part of he's if he's part of a court. Yep. Uh-huh. What is he? Or not a person, or not a human? He's a person. Jesus, that was a weird way to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like so. Hold on. Tristan fucking Kepler has an archfey in his gang. Had. Had. What the fuck is happening? Nothing good. Your guess is as good as ours. Alright, well, apparently it's something to do with Fomorians. I don't know. I, most of my concern is with that Lauren, not the Feywild, so... 
I'm kind of overwhelmed here if you haven't noticed. Wait, I have a question. I have a question, then possibly a question for Kenna. Aren't the Feywild in the material plane, they're all mirrors of each other, aren't they? Essentially, yeah. Okay, so if. Geographical like, mirrors. Okay, but not like if. Well, that's a good question. Do the trees of power, whatever they're called, do they exist there too? Make a history check. Okay. Guidance. Yeah. Uh, what's 16 plus 4? 20. Good job. Uh, you would know... <laughs> I do. I know so many things. uh, The Feywild, even though it is a geographical mirror of Atlaren, um, it is not... It's within, like, the gods' domain, but Mm -hmm. because it's controlled by the Sealy Court... Anchor trees. That's what they're called. uh, Because it's controlled by the Sealy Court and is kind of more open to the rest of the realms than the prime material is. Um, it doesn't have as much like Balin influence. Um, you would know there is an anchor tree there, uh, but there's not 10 of them. Um, there is one anchor tree there that belongs to Senna. Uh, I'll ask her then and be like, is the is the anchor tree in the Feywild doing okay? I mean, as far as I know, yeah. Okay. Hmm. I mean, the Titania and the Sealy Court literally live in the shade of that anchor tree, so if something hmm. was wrong with it, we'd probably know. Okay. Uh, do you guys have any new theories on who the mole might be? Oh, it's Kit. I don't think it is. I don't think, I don't think, it, think is. it is. I think Kit fucked up and is trying to fix something and it's involved, but it's not. I don't think he's actually the mole. Kit is still working so hard to fix things, help people that I don't... He hasn't done anything other than this to make me... That I know of, to make me really suspicious of him. What is... What's Ren doing? Ren is mostly helping out Burke. uh, Helping out Vesper. He spends... A lot of time down in Frosthold trying to help Aubrey. What if... What if Kit knows who it is? He would have told us, wouldn't he? I mean, it doesn't really seem like he tells a lot of people anything, but... If Kit knows who it is, maybe he's doing all this to try and protect them. Maybe that's why he's been pulling away, trying to keep secrets. Well, So that uh, Sav doesn't find out. I don't know. I think I may have a couple new theories. Just based on the way people are acting right now. 
Well, and keep in uh, mind that the mole doesn't know that they're the mole. Yeah, that's... It could, I mean, honestly, Kenna, it, it could, could be, be you. And yeah. you wouldn't know. I mean, I haven't had any blackouts. I'm not missing any memories. I'm not doing you, you don't gotta. crazy things. He could you don't. Still be this isn't the same kind. Eyes. Well, listen, listen. I... Ever since talking to you guys originally about who we thought the moles might be, I've been keeping a closer eye on a couple people. And originally, I was starting to lean really hard toward Arabella because she would be a perfect link between all of the shit that's happening between here and the Feywild. And Sav doing the shit he is and connected with the Prime Material and the Feywild, I thought it would make perfect sense. But I'm pretty sure it's not her and I'm pretty sure it's not any of the Lycari but there was something yesterday uh wait yesterday when did Tristan come to talk to you guys originally two days ago two days ago yeah um Leon showed up at Lodestone Hall two days ago while I stopped by and his uh his girlfriend fiance whoever the fuck she was uh she was pretty shaken up about something so i started talking to them and she didn't want to tell me anything but uh i did a little bit of digging with help from a couple people and uh she's been kind of a suspicious character for a while do you guys you know who she is she used to be a crow a former crow is getting married to leon veneer yeah yeah she bailed when uh tristan broke bad that kind of goes along with my suspicion We actually she, vetted her pretty well. We trust her most for the most part. I don't think it's her. I'm... Something's off about Leon. I know you guys don't know him well, but something's... Something's different about him that I wouldn't chalk up to what happened to his mother and father. And it's kind of been within the past year or so. He's... After his parents died, he turned really insular, and he only really interacted with his siblings. And then this girl comes along, and... Like, maybe I'm cynical and I don't believe in the power of love or whatever the fuck, but it seems like he opens up when she's around and she just has this, she has him wrapped around her finger. And that's not like Leon at all, even before his parents died. That honestly could just be 
love. Maybe. I... God knows I've been in that position before, but it's just so weird to see that happen with him. I mean, Sav did know that we were staying here. And that could have been because of me, but it also could have been... Or Walter, but... Thank you. It also could have been because of Leon. I don't know. I... I really don't. Also, there was a... Who was it who had the Christmas? When we were... Uh, teleporting to Leon's workshop, you got caught up uh, by Sov, right? We didn't, yeah, we didn't make it to the workshop. We ended up someplace else. And, well, uh, we, yeah, Sov dropped we in for a like, chat. We were still in a veneer-adjacent place. Yep. So... Yeah, but I mean that the the most logical explanation for that is Walter. I mean, that's possible too. We I mean we have to remember if we're taken which also, I mean Sav lies, who knows if he's telling the truth or not, but Sav said that the mole doesn't know that they're a mole. So, people acting funny, acting different. I don't know how that connects to someone giving information to Sav without knowing it. I mean, just because someone is more open with the person that they love. Right. How, how does that connect to being a mole and not knowing that they're a mole? Listen, I'm going on nothing here. I don't know. Everything is suspicious at this point. If, and here's the other thing too, knowing the members of the Obsidian Collective, if, because I, I have two trains of thought with this that just kind of stink. If a member of the Obsidian Collective knew that the Obsidian Collective had a mole... And that the mole didn't know that they were a mole, but said member of the Obsidian Collective, who was the mole, had been experiencing blackouts or, or strange memory lapses or something like that. Wouldn't they have said something? I don't know. I don't even know if that's how it's working this time, though. It could be that they're just going about everything thinking it's normal and not realizing it isn't. Yeah. We, I mean, yeah. they've had 300 years to change how this shit works. And Sob's been planning a, this for way longer. Here's a weird thought that I just had. So, the reason that Sob is able to see through mine and Walter's eyes is because we have made some sort of agreement with him. Yeah. How is this person supposed to be involved if they never gave any consensual, like, agreement to Sov? 
I assume it was forced on them somehow. Is that how this works, though? I don't know. With what we found in Port Saris of potentially there being walkers around, I mean, that's something that no one consents to. That's what I'm wondering. The cult the... might have some dealings with it. I mean... I very... think you're right. It's very... It would be a huge endeavor to get a hold of one of the Obsidian Collective members and resurrect them into a walker. But... Not before not they were a member. It's also not impossible. I mean... I don't know... Like... Like Noah says, before they were a member, I don't know... I don't know about that, but while they are a member, I don't know how they would possibly manage that. Without I, us knowing. Did Leon have any sort of... accident? Or run-in with someone... about a year ago before he started acting I mean, strange. that's when he... That's his fiance, but that's about it. He didn't go missing. I so I from everything we've heard, there is a really good chance that Sav is doing the exact same thing that Alarka did. He's just doing it slower and more methodically. But his goals are exactly the same, and the way he plans to do it seems to be exactly the same. So you and Kit already have an extreme advantage in figuring out what his next move is. But he's I, keeping I, all of you so busy that you don't have time to think. I don't even know what stage this is all at. I if think we, we're uh, getting close to the end. Well, if we're getting close to the end, then... What is his end goal? Because I know what Ilarka's was, but I don't see Sav setting up the same thing. Ilarka set it up so that he would take out his final competition, punch a hole through the demiweir, and that'd be we'd be fucked. But I don't see that battle being set up. I I don't. I mean, yeah, he's trying to take out a few pieces, but. It's just a couple pieces, unless he's trying to do something to take out everybody at once. That's I mean, a terrifying possibility. Yeah. Well, he is going if he's, through the death tree. He has been talking about playing chess a lot. And that's kind of one of those strategies is you make him. You get them so busy that you get them surrounded and then they can't move anymore. But I guess I don't see who the... If we're going to go with that metaphor, I don't know who the pieces are. I... Kit, do we need to know mention, who the pieces are? You did mention that he is trying to follow a lack of plan. And... One of the first steps in a roundabout sort of way 
I mean, it wasn't necessarily Alaka that did this, but it was uh, the Hydling Holt that did it. They made a veneer a walker. Maybe. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. What do you What do you know about this this girl, this fiance, Marceline? She's the vampire queen. <laughs> She's um. You know, honestly, uh, the people to ask about Marceline would be Sala and Gwyn. Because uh -huh. I'm realizing that I don't really know a whole lot about Marceline from, you know, aside from what I've been told. Yeah. Uh, Gwyn, Gwyn speaks up. She says, honestly, I don't think a lot of us know like her whole life story but mm. she's she was the youngest crow she joined us when she was 17 something like that and is she a redhead no okay um she has, she has black hair yeah leon uh, is Yep, Leon's redhead. Uh, yeah, well, he has auburn hair, but close enough. Um, That's a redhead. Yeah, I don't consider red and auburn to be the same. Nah. Red, I think, like, bright-ass orange. Like, Merida red. Nah. Uh, auburn is more like Marin. Uh, but anyway, um, she says she joined us when she was very young. Uh kind of uh, Tristan chose her because she had talents that were useful and she was desperate and of course back then Tristan was better than he is now she always kind of kept to herself but she got along pretty well with uh, with Sala and Chris though I don't think they were ever like the best of friends um and Sala uh, joins in. She says she was always quiet and sweet, and she just kind of did whatever she was told and just tried to make it through the day. But she disappeared once everything fell through. And now we know that she got herself out, but there's a whole period of time there that we don't know where she was. And then at some point she started working for Veneer Arms. Do Taylor, can I yeah. retroactively do an insight check just to be like if Marceline had any like clothing pieces or markings, tattoos, anything like that on her that might indicate some sort of affiliation with somebody or group, anything like that. Uh, Besides yeah, the crows. Okay. Thirteen. 
18. Uh, when you first saw Marceline, she was in kind of like a nice businessy attire because she's basically Leon's like right hand. Um, you didn't see anything on her that indicated like membership with somebody else. Uh, she did have a veneer arms pin. Um, no tattoos that you could see, no markings. So if it was the way it is last was last time, what was the point of getting the veneer? That's actually a good question. I can't remember. Uh, I well, I remember why Cindy wanted to do it because Cindy yeah, wanted her to time... take over the Heidelin call. I mean, last yeah. time, yeah. Yeah, Cynthia wanted... Uh, she wanted control of the person who was going to take over the Highland cult because she basically wanted a figurehead. Yeah, uh, she, she wanted to control. kill Kyla. Yeah, but she also wanted uh, her son to have that control as well because despite how horrible she was, she did do a really good job forging a legacy for her children to take on. Yeah. Um, like Justine, even though the throne was meant for Silas, like because of Cynthia's work, everything was set up for Justine. Um, so, yeah. What did what did the note say exactly that that Noah found in the robes? Oh, I have it. It said, Take him home as soon as you can. Don't let his guardian follow. We need to adjust some things. Signed with an S. Mm -hmm. did, and that, that didn't look necessarily old, did it? No. No. Because within days of that, Leon was brought home no, he wasn't. He was already in Constantos because damn it. No, he was he was no. in Port Saras. Yeah, cuz we met with the collective. Uh-huh. We did meet with the collective. And, and then the guardian could be Flameheart. That's yeah. They could mean bring him home as in like bring Leon home to Constantos. Leave his guardian. Because he was home. And you guys do know that he hasn't been spending a lot of time with Flameheart lately. Nope. What was the bitch's name that started with an S? Serena. 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 I'm just going to put that in brackets since that's who we're assuming it is. You know, that would also make a little bit of sense because the... The cult was collecting... They weren't collecting artifacts from the rest of the Obsidian Collective. They were collecting artifacts from Silas and Marin specifically. They were only collecting veneer artifacts. They all assumed that it had to do with worship of Keladir. I mean, it probably still does a little bit, but I'm sure mm -hmm. that Leon I mean, has a little bit. She's the too. ultimate veneer artifact, except for Flameheart. 
She also would make their job to make walkers much easier. There was, there was something in the stories, there was some sort of spell that you could see a walker's connection. Uh, yep. I, uh, true sight. I don't know if anyone knows that. Sure don't. Uh, Not me. Higher level spell. Well, we'd be able to figure out then. I am currently at... True Sight is I'm a 6th at... level yeah. divination spell. I'm at 5th level spells right now. Wait, wait, wait. So I'm almost there. Didn't we get something like a potion of True Sight? No, we have the. It doesn't. It's not true sight, but we have the emerald lens. Oh, okay. Which is the iron sight, so let's you see invisible creatures. Maybe it was last campaign we got something that was like a scroll of true sight or something like no, that. No, we. So the reason we were able to see that was because Kit had an earring of true sight. That's what it was. Like once a day or something like that. Yeah. Man, if only Kit yeah. was on your side. Man. And if you I still mean... had that, we don't know. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Ah, oh, fuck. No, that's metagaming because we Ooh. wouldn't actually know about that. What? That he has the earring because then I would immediately start looking through that ledger to see if Kit got rid of that earring at any point. Mm. But mm. I don't know that Kit had that earring, so not going to worry about it. Honestly, it's probably a detail that hasn't made it this far. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, well, if it's Leon Veneer, then uh, what's the next step? You I did mean, this once, Kenna. What happened? The first thing I'd want to do is make sure he actually is a walker. And then we'd have to kill him. Well, we have Kaladir. You can just bring him back to life afterwards, right? Do you guys have another god hanging around so you can just like rip his soul out or whatever? Unfortunately, no. We don't. Mm. They're all on the other side of the demiware now. I have uh, a question for you. Well, maybe I've asked you this before. Do we know if the Lycari would react to say if the core staff did show up again? I have no idea. Because they, in their current forms, they've never been around the core. The last time they were near it, none of them had a real, like, tangible form, at least not one that they could hold. Because that, that would be my worry, is if someone found the core and is... If he's trying to do the same thing he did last time, maybe he can... Because the Lycari are made out of the pieces of Heidelin that they were, and the new soul pieces, so I don't know if he could pull it back. If who could pull it back? Or, well, if the, the stave could pull it back. Like, pull in the Lycari? Yeah. 
That's terrifying. Yeah. Well, because ever since they became the Lycari, they don't react to each other like the staves used to. Because it used to be if you put two of them too close together, unless they were a specific uh, pair, they would they would start to react violently to each other. But they don't do that now. But the core being the one that we don't know what happened to it, maybe they would react to it. I'm not sure. Yeah. That's the part I'm worried about. And I mean, we can't compare it to Echo because Echo is not a Hydaelyn staff. I don't know. Do we think... Do we think Kit has the core? I don't know. If he's been to the Astral Sea, I... I mean... Is his power greater than it was? I mean, he's stronger than he used to be, yeah, but that was just 300 years of building. I'm mm. stronger than I used to be, too, in some ways, but... I, I know that we as a collective have gone to the Astral Sea a couple times in the last three centuries trying to find the core to see if there's any trace of it, but we've never found anything. You know, y'all been saying that Kit's spell uh, worked a little too well when it came to the Omatum. That's true. And you know that would be really interesting if he was if he tried to use the Hydaelyn stave, which he's done before, and it went wrong. There is definitely precedent for that. Maybe I mean, he's trying. That's... Maybe he's trying to get the core to boost him so he can stop it. Is that what he's doing right now? I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, he's been working on trying to stop the Almatum for a while. I'd be curious if he used the core to boost him to create the Almatum and then it went wrong because it was the Hydaelyn stave. And that so, would be why he never told us he found it. Yeah. DM question. Yeah. Um, the, the way that Kit's deal with Arthur Dine was working out was Kit was supplying the items and then also that deal was to be like okay we're gonna do this but then I'm also going to supply you with what we're assuming is earth blood crystals mm -hmm. for him to refine okay yep um so we know that Arthur works with Presidium um does Kit get tattoos I mean, he has some, yeah. Has he gotten new ones the last ten years or so? I don't know. Not sure? Okay. Again, not really been that friendly the last ten years. No, that's fair. Um, DM. <coughs> Question. Bless you. Thank you. Um... After spending a little bit of time with Tristan, do any of Tristan's 
tattoos look similar to any of the tattoos that Kit has. Are you referring to the the glowing ones that showed yeah, up? Yeah, if he's juicing uh, himself up. You could not see those unless they were activated. Okay. Tristan does have like normal tattoos otherwise. Right. Um, that don't that he doesn't really show off, but no, not not really similar to Kit. Okay. Just curious if he's juicing himself up as well. Maybe. Maybe. Um. Yes. Um. I was just thinking. Um. You know all this. Uh, all this talk of. You know. Maybe killing a collective member, then maybe trying to resurrect them, see if they could uh, be. You know, unturned. Uh, as it were. Um, I might pop out, go see Kaladir. Why? Well, if you all think we can trust her, maybe we can ask her about it. Ask her about what? You kill a walker and you resurrect them, do they come back normal? Well, no, if you kill a walker, you have to then break the soul tether and then resurrect them. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a whole to-do. Yep. We have uh, never done it without the help of God, but I know it's possible. I mean, assumedly, if you kill the walker, kill the puppeteer, bring back the walker, the soul tether's gone. Or you find some way to break the spell while they're dead and then bring them back. Which there should be a way to do it without a god's help. I just don't know what it is. So then that well, means we need to find Serena. Sure. Do well, you think we, uh, Serena's a puppeteer? There's nobody higher. Well, that in, we know of. In my experience, the uh, cults like to delegate. Hmm. My question is whether. My question is whether or not this uh, Marceline knows Serena. Well, uh, going to visit Kaladir might end up also benefiting us on some other plans. You know, this cult's as obsessed with her as everyone says they are. Maybe they have uh, sent her a gift and she may know where they're located, or she may be able to help us get in touch with Karth. It's possible. Magda, you know where uh, where the estate's at, right? Mm-hmm. I should be able to get us in. I mean, Kenna could get us in. I, I could. I could. Kenna could get us in, yeah. But I also know she has quite a few things to uh, handle. Well, Walter can get you in, too. There. I, uh... 
This is a lot to think about. Um, I honestly don't know whether I should feel bad for Kit or kill him. I don't know if I should help him or just destroy as much as I can on those islands and try to save the tree. It's not... It's not like him to do this kind of thing. Like, yeah, he's made mistakes before and tried to fix them himself, but he... This is so dangerous, he would have told us. If the roles were reversed and it was you that had caused the Elmodum breakout, what would you want Kit to do to help? I, I, I don't know. I, But I know I wouldn't have kept it to myself for ten fucking years. Now you have more information. You actually have ammunition that you can use to talk to him. Bless. You don't have to make a decision about whether to blow up a couple of islands or kill your oldest friend. You could just talk to him. What if he talk tries to, to him, the pieces to fall where they may. What if he tries to lie to me? Call him out on his bullshit. Pretty good at that. He does have a point. There's gotta be. One thing I don't. Hmm? Kenneth McCambro doesn't take bullshit from no one. No, I take a lot of bullshit from specifically people like you. But not people like Kit. No, take a lot of bullshit there, too. I don't think you understand how our friendship works. It's 99% bullshit. I mean, admittedly, I think you and I have only met like twice. But, you know, maybe you got to put the heavy-ass boot down and say enough's enough. I, uh... I, uh, I also think that maybe Kenna McAmbro should have a little bit of grace. Because, uh... If anyone were to read the history books, they would find out that she tried to deal with the Heidelin staves all by herself for hundreds of years. All right, listen, I was younger and stupider back then. Okay, well, Kit is only like 300 years old, so like, give him a break. You've had a thousand years to figure this out or whatever. It fucking excuse me. I am not over a thousand. You're getting there. Don't look no, a day I'm over like, 400. I'm, I am, I, I will have you know. <laughs> I was going to say the goddamn same thing. <laughs> I will have you know, I am 547 years old. Mm. So That's still almost 300 more years age. than he's got. So yeah. he's just, about the age that you were, that mm -hmm. you were dealing with the staves and not asking for help. Like he's I said, if the roles were reversed... What would you want Kit to do? What would Kit do? Well, back then, I just wanted people to fuck off and let me fix the problem myself. 
Uh huh. I think I see your point. <laughs> yep, typical teenager. Mm hmm. That's what happens with these kids who never get any older. They just, you know, they just keep acting the same, the same for range. hundreds you of know, years. Yep. You know, none of this would have fucking happened if the if the original collective was still here. You know, from what I've heard about Marin, it would probably be worse. You fucking <laughs> take that back right now. Yeah. Kenna, <laughs> what do you want us to do? We I don't know. You told us kits in the Feywild. That's where we're going. You said you need one of these, you know, rip cords as well to shove in his face and tell him, you know, hey, look, we, we know what shit you've been up to. So, you know, that leaves enough, enough for us all to have one, although someone's getting fucked and sent to the the abyss instead of elsewhere, but, I mean... Oh, we should also mention that uh, Arthur Dine has um, some of the Almatum in his vault. Is it under control? Yeah, yeah, it's in a jar, and I also broke something off in the lock, so hopefully it'll take him a minute to get back in there, but... So, what all did you find in this vault, by the way? Well, that's kind of a long list. Um... Because you found two things that are definitely super illegal for him to have, even if Kit gave them to him. Okay, so we also found an antiquarian's magnifying glass, uh, the whalebone ring, the black gold lockpick, an emerald lens, a shroud of the hermit, that plant growth spell. We found a death ward spell, a defender rapier, sovereign glue, which I am not letting you have, and (laughs) oil of sharpness. Okay. And there was like a whole bunch of other shit too that we just didn't have time to take. He had like Warforged and stuff or something. He had a golem, a golem protecting the thing. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go look into that and uh, have yeah. him arrested. Uh, oh, yeah, feel free. But... There's also that giant dinosaur in the basement that tried to kill us and probably a whole bunch of other beasts oh, that he's it's... got down there. So Well, that's dead now, so it's fine. Until it's revived by the magic gate. I can still have him arrested for assault. It's fine. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, can you? Because Noah was breaking in there illegally, so I don't think that. Yeah, but that. I was also breaking in there to discover a crime. So uh, fuck him. Did you have a warrant? I don't think that you can go in there without a warrant. I don't need a warrant. I am the law. Is the warrant? I am the warrant. Um, yeah. <laughs> the whole thing could be null and void in court. You don't know. Um, do, you, do you fucking think? <laughs> anyway. We uh, can, if, if you need. Listen to our crime podcast. <laughs> if you need evidence, there's a couple things we can leave with you. I can leave this ledger with you. Lord knows I've raffled through all the pages at this point. That would be helpful. And I mean, this lockpick isn't much use to us right now anyway. We. No yeah. one I can do that without needing a fancy gold-plated one. So Yeah, actually, maybe. the gold, the black gold lockpick would be great to shove in Kit's face, too. And maybe his brain. Take these. Okay. Yeah, she takes them. She says, listen, if you guys are going to the Feywild, too, you may as well tag along with me. Uh, 
But once we get there, I'm going to take off to find Kit. What are you, you guys are going after your friend Lorkin or whatever? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. How I mean, are, how are you? How are you doing that? Well, step one: find a way to talk to Karth. I, I will also. I don't give a shit what you, any of you think. I have to reach out to Callum. I have to let him know that Salva's on his tail. Go nuts. I think. At least. I think, based on what I know about your friend, Lorcan, I think maybe you guys should see if anyone has seen him, not realizing it's Sav. Because it sounds like Sav is working in both realms to set things up. I imagine the Sealy Court's going to have seen him. Someone else may have seen him. You could check around Amadathelion and Barrow and whatnot. Um, and now that you don't have Tristan constantly on your tail, it should be a little bit safer to look around. Maybe if you can get on his good side, see if he can provide some information or get people out there looking. Uh, can I ask you a favor before we do all that? It depends. Um, can you send Chris back to Chips? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, Anything else before we start moving here? She also wants you to wouldn't... help. Well, I assume that. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't have yeah. the ability to like teleport someone off a ship that's on the way here to burn them here, would you? Is there a tree on the ship that I know of? <laughs> Presumably, <laughs> part of it is made of wood. That's not, but not that's, a living tree. I don't think that's how listen, that works, Fustrak. Listen, that's not how any of this works. Not well, how any of this works? Fustrak, we're not. We, we'll we be can't. back, I know. Yeah, I mean, it's us. We don't stay in one place longer than a couple days anyway. Hey, that's sure... the fucking truth. I will have gone to every goddamn continent yeah, before the next I mean, 20 days is up. In, tw <laughs> in 20 days, we'll probably be back here, but it'll be after we've been everywhere else first. That's true. Um, Honey, you'll never believe it. I've been on every continent. <laughs> in a single month. Yeah. Um, she's just like it took me fucking three <laughs> years to travel from that place to here and you could be been everywhere since then look i yeah. tried if they had a tree on that damn ship you'd have been here a long time ago <laughs> uh kenna yeah. uh, when are you going and how are you going asap with a tree to the to the feywild i can't go directly to the feywild i have to go to the realm gate okay so mm. to the gate but yes. in the meantime, while you are taking care of Miss Brago, Mrs. Brago, apologies. Uh, How do we? I will flirt with Noah's mom. Uh, Noah's mom has got it going on. In the meantime, it's I do so think that there's strong. a couple of things that we need to talk about <laughs> as a group and, and figure out how we want to approach this whole Caldeer and Roan situation. Well, I can send Christine off right now. Uh, 
and then whenever you guys are ready, fucking, I don't know, meet me at a bar or something. Sure. Because I feel like drinking. I don't know about y'all. Yeah. Kind of the same. Yeah. And she like glances out the window to check what time it is, and she's like, "Yeah, it's drinking time." <laughs> it's Not like it's yet, like but... yeah, it's like eleven a.m. Cool. <laughs> it's brunch time. What mom says. We'll uh, drinking time. We'll find you in a bar somewhere. Uh, I won't wander too far. I'll go to like. I don't know, maybe one in the guild walk. Whatever, just message me or something when you're ready. Okay. Alright, Christine, let's get this the fuck over with. And she stands up from her spot, and Christine, like, shovels the last of her food in her mouth. She's like, okay, okay. And, like, straightens up her not-great clothes. Uh, And she walks up to Noah and just big hug. uh, Mm. Pulls him down to, like, her level. She's like, okay, now don't forget. You gotta make sure you keep keep up on washing your face and brushing your hair and make sure you take good care of your friends. Do you need any extra potion supplies I should send along or uh, any, you need money I can get from dad? I mean, I don't know how much things cost in the Feywild, but I could always use more potion supplies. Okay, I'll see what we can do. Okay, um, I mean, money is fine, too. Please feel free to send money. You would not believe how much this shield cost. Oh, no, I know. I believe it. That I haven't gotten to use yet. Yeah. Still doing better than Coop's homebrew spell. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, At least I haven't tried and failed several times uh, yet. Yeah. Three times. Uh, but she she kind of goes around to each individual one of you and like hugs you, kisses your forehead, gives you like uh, make sure you you know you take care of yourself and make sure uh, you wash behind your ears and that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, for for Magda and Christmas, you each get a like, and I'm so happy for you that you found somebody special. Uh, but. Uh, she, uh, when she's done with that, she goes up and uh, stands next to Kenna. Um, and Kenna's like, I think there's like a tree in the yard or something. Uh, I'll see you guys shortly. Please don't take any longer than you absolutely have to. Uh, but I'll make sure she gets home safe or to Chips safe. And I'll be back. Cool. We'll probably talk about it for about two hours before we do anything, and then we'll, uh, we'll let you know. I'm going to say you're asking the wrong group that favor. Yeah. It, do you guys ever feel like days just go on endlessly? Like, it oh just that it just takes, like, like a single day seems to stretch on into many. Y'all ever feel like we're a bunch of negotiators and not a uh, not a not a bunch of adventure and fighters and stuff? Yeah, you guys are really good at avoiding fights. Yeah, I, I am I getting mean, so tired of it, you guys. <laughs> Just no, honestly, start blowing things up. Fighting that fucking dinosaur was cathartic as fuck. Yeah, like, it was like Jesus Christ, it. I needed that. Nope. Yeah, only two of us oh. were there. And Listen. you guys didn't want to fight Tristan Kepler. 
Okay, no. listen. I, I, just I didn't want to die to Tristan Kepler. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I, I do fight Tristan fight Kepler, I'd like to have my high-level spell slot so I can do cool shit. Except that one homebrew spell. Yeah, you except know, for Varanestra's ire. I love how I started this campaign out being like, we're going to fight more in this campaign. We fought so much less. Yeah. yeah. We need to fight more. Yeah. You guys need to stop asking questions and start killing. Where's all the Fomorians? Let's kill them all. They're in the Feywild. We're almost there. We're going. Don't worry. I will try to give you guys chances because the Feywild, as the name suggests, is much wilder. Uh, so stop fast traveling everywhere and maybe you'll fight something. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Uh, we will end there with uh, Kenna taking Christine out to the, uh, taking her behind the shed and shooting her. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> taking her taking to her the train back. and sending her off. Oh my God. Oh, Could you just imagine? <laughs> If that's how it ended. Like, we just hear a pop and we go outside, and Kenna McCambro's like, You're on to me. Oh <laughs> it was me all along. <laughs> um, yeah, they uh, they take off by a tree. Uh, and you guys, uh, I assume, head over toward the uh, more Nihal estate. Oh, we're going to have a, we are going to have a conversation before we do that. Okay. Yeah. Another one. All right. Yeah, it's just had a conversation. Yeah, no, this is oh, gonna God. be the shut your fucking mouth when you talk about other people's parents uh, conversation oh, is what it'll be. Oh, not again, uh, Magda. I don't you know who, who, who all days. you don't care about and shit we, anymore. I just it sorry. I would just know? like to have some agency over my character's <laughs> desire to reveal. Uh, their identity to you know m important members of society. Next campaign is going to be what? amazing because you know this what's is going to happen about the that? whole time. <laughs> like the entire last campaign was nothing but me walking around telling all of Marin's secrets to every yeah, single person. Yeah, pretty we much. Got. Yeah, <laughs> and I just terrible. had no control over that. Yeah, <laughs> you were just like, Can't Look, please Ash stop. Is, yeah. Ash is just playing Magda like. She has the the charisma score. Like it's just she's playing the character with the accurate charisma score. Yeah, I wish it was that uh, simple. It's just that I can't keep track of who doesn't know your shit. So sorry. Uh, if you've told someone about it, they know. If you haven't told someone about it, oh, they probably the don't up. know. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> It is true, though. It is actually legitimately true. Whatever. Like, if it's not the people in this hypothetical room we're in right now, uh, they only know because Magda told them. I'm yeah. sorry. Which means they know because Magda also, tells everybody. You don't sound very sorry. It could have been helpful, you know, because, like, some weird shit's going down. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, that your parents are possibly involved in, mm -hmm. but, you know, we won't talk to, like, one of our most trusted confidants. No, they're in the Obsidian Collective. They may be a mole and not know it. So by that logic, we are not going to tell them that. Cool. Saab absolutely know knows else. who your parents are. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's involved them at this point, but we'll see. Oh, yeah. it, 100%. Like, like, my parents and Chris's parents showed up for yeah. a fucking reason. 
okay. uh, there, and it was probably a warning. <laughs> yeah. Little does, I will... I, little does Sav know I hate my dad. Uh, <laughs> I will let not the... my actual dad. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Dad! Oh, happy birthday! <laughs> He's not watching. He doesn't watch this. He doesn't get D and D. It's okay. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Coop? I'm just gonna sit here in my corner where I'm just like, hmm, nope. I think everyone else is wrong, and I'm right. That's that's where I. Okay. That's where I'm gonna live that's right fine. now. That's kind of that's your. That's where you usually are. are. Yeah. Yeah. Someone has to think. Someone has to think the other thing. So that'll be me. I don't think Sav knows. Well, here's here's how it goes. Ash and Harris usually come up with the wrong idea, but at least they're going through the ideas. Ben doesn't say shit until he has an epiphany. Yeah. And Coop just sits there like I know exactly how your brain works, and usually you're like fifty percent right. Yeah. So you I, don't know that exactly how their brain works. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah but 50% is, is better than five. So... There's a lot of things that I think Coop thinks he knows. Yeah. And me, who actually knows the answers, is just sitting here like, I think you're misreading the situation, buddy. Well, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I actually don't because I know how Taylor DMs. And I know that there's a lot of things that I'll say out loud that will just then not be true because there's more you can add to it. But also, I tech I I truthfully second guess every single thing that I think. I try to find ways for it to not be true. So even if I say something out loud, just know that inside my anxiety is like, no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Stop being stupid. Yeah, Stop saying say, things. You're wrong. That just sounds like me in, in real life. <laughs> but well, doing that to of... myself does actually help me point my brain in the right direction sometimes because I'm constantly critiquing there's my also... own thoughts. There's also a lot of shit that you guys say that I'm like, how did they figure that out? And then I realize you didn't because you guessed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, then, if you guess enough, you'll be right eventually. Eventually, yeah, a broken clock and all that. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. But there's sometimes you guys like suggest things that I'm like, there's no way they could have possibly known that. Like 20 episodes of when it's going to be a thing. And then mm -hmm. when it happens, you're like, oh my God, I was right. And I'm like, no, you weren't. <laughs> You guess. No, literally, I think that I think that Ben started guessing that like Kit might be the reason behind the Almadam like twenty sessions ago. Forever ago. Like yeah. so so long ago. Because you wanted well, that to happen I, too. You the were thing like, is I too is like to go group. <laughs> yeah, I, the thing is is like I remember writing his epilogue. And one of the big caveats in his epilogue said if he finds like he will do anything to protect the planet kind of thing. Like that is his life's mission now. So it would not surprise me that he would go to any lengths whatsoever to pull this off yeah. and then make an ass of himself like he usually does. Mm -hmm. Also, if we guess and we're right, we're still right. No, you're not. 
because you didn't have you any have evidence to support it. All right, this feels like this feels questions. like a post-stream no. conversation. Yes, and you get it. We should wrap up this. We should wrap up the stream. Anyway, and then if we want to continue staying up until two a.m., we can. Thank you, everybody, for joining us at the Atlaren Adventuring Company. I've been your dungeon master, Taylor Wallace. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Atlaren ADV Co. You can also find our link tree should be on screen and in the description of everywhere that we post VODs, podcasts, and what not. Uh, please check I, out the I, link I. to... Shut up. Uh, right at the same time. Check out the uh, link to our Redbubble. Uh, support the stream. Get some designs there. Uh, we are currently working on the uh, first book for the novel version of the first mm -hmm. campaign. Um, I need to go I need to go look at that because I'm way behind. Um, yeah, I need to actually write it. That can that might potentially come out next month. We don't know. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, meanwhile, uh, we will not be streaming next weekend. Uh, we we got some peeps going places and doing stuff. Um, and then the week after that will be a normal stream, and then May twenty eighth will be another pre record possibly. Um, mm think that's it for general announcements. Ash, tell us about the thing that's happening soon. This. Yay. Yay. Whoa, did you write a book? You wrote I a did. book? I did. Oh, and this. It's called Perception Check, book one of the Mages of Elmira Saga. Uh, it's about D&D &D and, um, feelings and a whole bunch of other shit. So it's coming out on May 24th. It's the month, guys. It's the month. Um, Whoa, it's the month. It's the month. Uh, it's a month. I'm also currently running a pre-order giveaway right now. <gasps> it's there. Uh, I'm running a pre-order giveaway right now where if you pre-ordered the book and you go onto my Twitter or Instagram and show me proof that you pre-ordered it, you will be entered to win a set of dice. Uh, I have four sets of dice that I'm giving away. There, There's several of them. They're sitting right here. This one's pretty cool. Ooh, green. This one's pretty cool. Ooh, white. Yeah, the this one, the, the orange one too, and then there's a, a purple one. Someone just gets, so two people just no. get one dice each? No, but I can't, okay, no, I'm not picking up, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not picking up the whole set for each one. Just go to my Twitter or Instagram and enter uh, if you've pre-ordered it, and um, yeah. Hmm. The end. You've officially reached that point where you're like, I'm so tired of like repeating the same shit about yep. my book. <laughs> yep. Done with it. It's like, uh -huh. I don't know what else to say, bros. Just, yeah. uh, you know, help a bitch out. <clears throat> okay. Uh, ben, <laughs> tell, us about, tell us about your 40 million books. Hey, I only have 11 books out right now. Um, so there's a there's the a five book series years. called the Crystalline Chronicles that's about D and D and being gay and dragons. 
Um, and then there's a uh, book two of the Tales of Bermoria just came out yesterday. Uh, so that's cool. Um, that's about being gay and being sucked into a magical book into a different fantasy world. So that's also cool. Did you say it just came out yesterday? Yeah, book two did. Oh, yay. yeah. Ow. The Sage and the Phoenix came out, so... Um, I didn't know that. And then the third one, The Crown of Madness, will the finale will come out on uh, June 30th, I think. And um, yeah, and then uh, I have another series that I'm working on called Bone, Stone, and Wood, book one and two. Exordium and Arbitrium are out, and Profundum is on pre-order, but will probably not be coming out till like August, is my assumption. And then I'm working on another trilogy, which if you follow me, you're seeing like the maps and the little you know, teaser shit that I'm sharing. But yeah, it's just a whole lot of, it's far too much for my brain to handle. I can't even yeah, remember like please. simple words anymore. Just like, <laughs> what's it called when you feel things? I can't remember <laughs> what that word is. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. I write books. There's lots of them. Go check them out. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Ooh, woo. Ooh, woo. Jail. Ooh, woo. I lived. I did. Hi. For now. I'm Zachary Gale. I write horror stories, and I have a collection of them coming out in October called Some Empty Houses Might Really Be Haunted. Uh, it's been a lot of fun getting it, and I'm already working on collection two. Uh, so that's fucking dope. Um, I'm on Twitter. Not good at it, but I'm trying. Uh, it's uh, at Zachary G. Author. I don't know. I, I Allegedly, you have to write on it. And yeah. I'm just... Oh, boy. I'm too oh, busy writing. Case, I suck at Twitter. I haven't stuff. written anything on there in months. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, at Zachary G. Author. I'll try and do better. Um, and uh, my wife, she makes cool yeah. stuff. Uh, she made all the stickers for Perception Check uh, that if you pre-ordered Yay. it, you got some stickies. Um, well, bring them by my desk so I can show those off, too. Yeah. I, I have some Perception Check stickies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all the, the residuals. 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 Oh, look at them crystals. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, my wife is totally awesome, and she has a sticker shop online, uh, leniedraws.com, L-E-N-I-E-Draws.com. What's up, Taylor? No, I just said totes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she that's, is a bro. That's all, that's all my, that's all my stuff. Yeah, that is, that is bro-ceptible. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, there's a TikToker that makes this really ridiculous set of like this series where the guys like put bro into every word, but they're all like super like pro feminist and like cool. Oh yeah, it's no, I like so those. stupid. Yeah. Like, what is up, my brosive? How are you feeling, bro day? Uh and it's just <laughs> like what? <laughs> um yeah. anyway. Uh Coop, what are you what are you doing, buddy? Hi, I'm Zach Coop, and welcome to Jackass. Oh, God. Oh, no. Uh, They're coming out with a new series. Oh, God. No, we don't. This isn't going to... We're not... No, we're not just going to talk about... Not a sponsor. Yeah, anyway. (laughs) Never Um, sponsor. Hey, 
What's up, everyone? Um, you could have your whatever advertised here if you want to. It, I will do my best to uh, talk about that stuff. If you want that, uh, just contact no. us about stuff like that. Anyway, that's my Twitter over there. Uh, I run the stream, and I am responsible for about 70% of the things that you see on screen. Uh, and 25% of my stress. <clears throat> if not more. Comparatively, that's not a lot, considering how much the rest of us add on. Yeah, I was going to say... I yeah. literally divided you into 25% each. Oh. Mm. Oh. That I'm seems, gonna take that as a compliment. That seems very that seems like a, fair. Yeah, that seems like a very political answer. Uh, yeah. Anyway, overly equitable. <laughs> uh, yo, what up? Oops. Anyway, I'm done now. Uh, Taylor, you do your thing. <laughs> I why. I like how every time it's Coop's turn, it's like he's mid-stroke throughout the entire thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And he's just setting me up for failure. Uh, hello, everybody. My it's name okay, is Taylor. Taylor. I'll remain quiet during Shut your bit this time. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> My god, it is two in the morning and you're going to make me scream at you. Um, uh, look how it's his fault, not mine. Um, hello, my name is Taylor, and you can find me on Twitter at everybody get ready. T A I Y. L-O-R-W-A-L-L-A-C-E. Make sure you misspell Taylor or you'll never find me. Uh, you can also find me on at Sonder underscore editing and SonderEditing.com because guess the fuck what? I am an editor. Very impressive. Um, I, uh, in fact, I, 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 uh, I edited a few Blake R. Wolf books and I've edited Perception Check. Mm -hmm. I'm currently editing uh, Some Houses Might Actually Be Haunted, and I recently started work on a book for a friend of a friend uh, who I won't give anything away because I don't know if she wants me to yet, but uh, whenever that's done with, because it's a, it's a fantasy story, I may plug that on here and uh, send people her way. Um mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, what else? Uh, yes, uh, being that we are, like, midway through the year, I can't believe it's May already, um, some people are starting to think about, like, Camp NaNoWriMo. Uh, some people are even starting to plan for uh, NaNoWriMo this fall. Uh, if you have a story that you would like edited or somebody to take a look at to guide you in the right direction i also do developmental stuff let me know um but thank you for joining us and catch us on twitch at 11 a.m eastern uh most saturdays you can catch our vods and podcasts the following wednesdays on youtube assuming that my computer actually works uh you can also find us on uh, spotify other podcast platforms and uh, even though we have pre-recorded, we will air at the same time. So, yeah. We won't see you next week, though. We're taking a break. And hopefully yeah. I will not have COVID cough by next week. Yeah, get your shit together. You can fuck right the uh. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And on oh. that note, <laughs> everybody in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.